0: So, welcome to the Gimmick Street Wrestling Podcast. I am Funky Sam Medina, and I'm alongside from the band Leveled, Xavier Vacuna.
1: Hello, world. Hello.
0: What's up, man? How you doing?
1: Doing good. Doing good. Feeling good.
0: Hell, it's been a hot um, minute.
1: Yes, it's been a, it's been a minute. It feels good to be back and uh,
0: in the hot seat. Hell, yeah. Uh, turn Turn your seat down. There's a dial next to you. It won't be so hot. Let's go. Yeah, hell yeah! It's like a, it's opposite of a, uh, of a, what are those things that shoot water up your ass? Dude, I was gonna say a bidet. I
1: was, <laughs> I was gonna say, I was like, oh, like a bidet.
0: Hell yeah! It's like the opposite yeah. of a bidet, though. Exactly. Hell yeah! And then, uh, um, pratik will be here shortly. Pratik is he's on assignment. He's uh, he'll be here. He'll be joining us. And uh, yeah, man, let's get into some some wrestling stuff. Let's do it. Hey, okay, so dog. before uh, we start recording, you were telling me uh, that you're hearing that Matt Riddle was uh, looking to get into a cannabis industry and, and dropping a strain.
1: Yes, yes. I, I was reading the interwebs that uh, Matt Riddle's going to enter the game. I, I think it's funny. I think McFlair has a, a strain out there, something with Mike Tyson or...
0: I know Flair has, uh, like, we buy these cartridges and McFlair's, like, on the box, on, like, the packaging
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. He launched some stuff. He's he's definitely an avid. Uh, what, what would I call? Them oh my or... god!
0: Sidebar, real quick. Do you ever watch yeah. Kill Tony?
1: Never in my life. No, dude,
0: go watch. Not this week, but last week <laughs> they had Ric Flair as a guest.
1: Ooh, I love
0: that. In wrestling terms, uh, Ric Flair shit the bed. He oh, was, he was drunk on was on the show. So fucking drunk, dude, and like so. So they they hold the show for two weeks. And they edit it and stuff, right? Yeah. And I've been watching Kill Tony for a long, long time. I've never seen an edit. I've never seen a visible edit. Like they've always, you know, the edits have been kind of nonchalant or whatever. This and that, yeah. dude. They were editing the fuck out of Rick.
1: Uh, and this is like YouTube style. Like you can watch it. Like it's a yeah, visual it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Podcasting?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Dude. Um, Yeah, go watch it. It's it's very it's very interesting to say the least. I Tony Rick Flair.
1: Okay, and sidebar to that, like, I was just listening to some JR podcast where he was talking about, uh I don't know if you recall, the SummerSlam. The SummerSlam panel,
0: incident, yeah. Right,
1: with the 2K, and Ric Flair was shit-based, and, you know. JR got know. fired. Yeah, JR got fired. He,
0: thought JR was drunk, too, but he was just slurring his speech because of his bill's palsy.
1: Right, but I mean, you know, benefit of the doubt, I don't know. I yeah. He
0: says he wasn't.
1: He says he wasn't. He said he had a drink. Normally, when I say I had a drink, it's probably like two or three. So I don't know.
0: I had a bottle <laughs> of vodka. <laughs> right, dude, I'm like, I've had, a...
1: no, but you know, the, the palsy thing, it, it's very real. So, and, and the travel, you got to think about that, dude. Like, that's draining within itself. Yeah. And for someone who's going through that at his age, I get it. So, but yeah, it's, it's funny you mentioned that. I'll check it out.
0: Hell yeah. Woo. Uh, it was definitely uh, one of those moments for like, don't meet your don't meet your idols. Yeah, sometimes it's it sad. really sucks to it meet your heroes, really man.
1: I hate to break it's it to sad. y'all, but it sucks half the time.
0: But yeah, so it uh, sounds like Matt Riddle's gonna land on his feet.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. He's launching his own cannabis strain. It's called Riddle OG. Um, wow. I, w- I would have called it the Riddler and have him cut a promo in like Batman Forever. Riddle like Riddler.
0: You know, I would have like called a, it like bro or something, something interesting. But yeah. he's got
1: a lot of offers on the table as far as like MMA OG goes
0: bro, like how about that? OG bro, yeah, or bro G, like bro G,
1: just bro G.
0: Hell yeah, that sounds yeah. like like orgy.
1: <laughs> the bro G orgy, he might be into stuff like that. Who knows? Maybe he might be. He might be.
0: Um, that guy, man, uh, you know, he got himself like he wasn't going to be on the chopping block, but like he just got himself into so much trouble and he was, uh, dare I say, like out of control a little bit. I hope it was kind of a wake up call for him and I hope he gets his shit together a little bit.
1: Yeah, my heart goes out to him. I saw that video uh, that TMZ posted where he was he like, new thing? what's that?
0: Did he do a new one?
1: As far as?
0: Like a new video, a new drunk video. Uh,
1: not that i don't know how many like have been like released but i just saw the one where
0: he said he was sexually assaulted did he do a new one
1: well there was like a like a fan i don't know a bystander witness who had him like on camera and he's like taking the microphone like in the front desk and just being like whoa fuck yeah like you know and I've been shit faced at the airport. At where like, on the road, like I get it, huh?
0: At where though? Where was he? At a hotel? No, no, no. At the airport. Oh shit, dude. He's at the airport. That's an act of terrorism.
1: To to grab the mic and like I don't party. know how to do
0: anything stupid at an airport.
1: I mean, yeah, but when you're shit faced, I don't know, man. Like, I get it. Isn't it know,
0: isn't I mean... it illegal to be shit faced at the airport? Like, I mean Essentially, yes. Like... like, you know, if you're drunk and you're under control, sure. But like, sh- can't you be arrested for being a drunken idiot?
1: You can, and they can they can refuse you to get onto the flight. It's a sh- yeah, it's terrible. I'm not on uh-huh. wood. It's never happened to me, but I- I've seen it happen to people, and I've heard.
0: I walked in at the, the
2: right time. We're talking about yeah, Matt you riddle. did. It was <laughs> funny because I was
0: like, I was thinking like, I hope, I wish Batik was here for this because I know you were talking <laughs> about riddle. Yeah. Hey, Bratik, welcome to the show. How you doing, man?
2: What's going on, guys? Good. To, the, the the trio's team is finally together again. Hell yeah! Yes. The hot tag. Hot tag is going in. Uh yeah, you're talking about riddle. Yeah, I I did watch that video. Now I don't believe I tried to check in with uh with a couple news, wrestling news people. I don't believe this is the same airport where he had his escapade with the
0: <laughs> I would hope not.
2: Because <laughs> then it's like you're accusing somebody of touching you inappropriately, but you were being unruly uh uh at the airport. So naturally if you're if you're grabbing a loudspeaker, some guard is going to
0: restrain. You're going to get restrained. Wow, I didn't even know about that. That's so crazy.
2: Well, that was the the well. He's had multiple incidents now, but like one of the major controversy points was he came back from India, uh, which by the way he didn't even have a match at in India. He basically just did a run in on their on their, you know.
0: Oh, the superstar uh, spectacle?
2: The non it was basically a non televised super show, basically it was a house uh, a house yeah. show, yeah. Essentially a house most show,
1: yeah. Uh, but he didn't even have a
2: match on that. He basically if I read the summary right, he showed up it was a it was a two on two. It was like Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn versus uh, I believe uh, veer mahan and shanky who has since been released uh uh and then i guess jinder mahal gets involved so the drew mcintyre comes out and is like let's make this three on three uh you know um uh, and then it was drew versus you know the three of them uh, and i guess matt riddle comes out and dances at the end of it so he, he flew all the way to india to basically show up for a post-match celebratory dance you know
0: oh okay it's uh, so, like be real drunk when you get out there and he's just drink all right? the weekend.
2: But to me, that also shows that, you know, clearly he was just there to get it pop from the crowd. They didn't they didn't trust maybe they weren't uh comfortable putting him in a match. to me that speaks volumes yeah. to what WWE thought of him at the time. That hey his, you get a reaction from the crowd, we'll get you out there, but you're not wrestling. We don't feel comfortable to have you wrestling.
0: His match could so even got pulled from him because of maybe how he was acting. Because of the how he was acting, yeah. Yeah. Right?
1: It's an olive branch. Like he, I'll give you this, you know. We'll give you a run in. I mean,
0: we buy you all the way here. (laughs) We paid (laughs) fifteen hundred dollars to bring you here, whatever. (laughs) No, I guess they have their own their own jet now, so they don't have to pay extra. Wow. Um,
2: So I do remember. I do remember with Saudi Arabia, there was like the jet that like Brock Lesnar and some of the bigger stars, Undertaker would ride, but then the rest of the crew and all has to ride like charter planes. So yeah. I don't know, did everybody yeah. I guess the the real the real million dollar 2020 investigative journalist question is hey, does the entire crew get to ride the private jet now? Like that's what what are they doing there, you know?
0: That's I mean, the real to me, that's fit. the real
2: that's the real Vince McMahon regime change. Do the do the superstars and the crew get to ride the private jet again?
0: I don't know if they would fit in the private jet.
2: I don't know. It's limited
1: space.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah. Only the important people like Mm -hmm. seth frickin rollins and roman reigns only former members of the shield (laughs) right hell yeah where do you guys uh what do you guys think is gonna i mean let's suppose that riddle cleans himself up a little bit and he and he gets a job again um like xavier was saying he has offers from some bare knuckle fighting places and then i heard impact would be interested in him uh aew is just signing everybody uh what do you guys think he would end up
2: um you know i i'm Personally, you know, I'm a and I say this, you know, I've been saying this to a couple people. I've been saying this on message boards. I'm a Matt Riddle fan. I mean, he put on when he was with that that year, I believe it was 2022. It was right after Mania uh 38 in Dallas. He had that match with Randy Orton. He'd already been an RK bro. The kids love him, the fans love him. Great on the mic, or at least he can he can take a temperature of the room when it comes to his promo skills i'm not saying he's a great orator or anything but he knows how to I, read the temperature of the i room think he, he's yeah.
0: good for the way he presents himself like like his promos are good for who he is that
2: character or who yeah. i guess it's not really a character that's you who hit he him is bong bro. <laughs> yeah bong. <laughs> so like but the kids are into it you know and yeah. i just remember right after 38 like they put him in a bunch of you know on how shows he was main eventing against roman reigns or rollins he did that big singles match with roman reigns on smackdown later that summer he was in a big program with seth rollins he's fighting like the top two guys in the company yeah and you know it's just funny how people are like they never gave him anything Uh oh, he was getting big programs he, he may have entered a couple if you look back at the pay-per-views in 2022 he was either the penultimate match or the final match uh on some of the b pay-per-views and in a big program on the you know the a pay-per-views and involved in like tv angles Every week, fighting the Bloodline, whether it was solo or whoever, Jay Uso, like he was kind of in the Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens position back in twenty twenty two. You know, fighting the Bloodline every week. Ooh, you yeah. know, I think and- he also stepped up. I have to say this: he got he also stepped up because if you remember what happened to Cody uh, back in twenty twenty two, he did the, the Hell in a Cell match and he got uh, injured, and then they're like, "Oh, we need a top. We need where's our big baby face again? Big return." I think Riddle went right in and slid right in. I think he helped the company a lot. Uh, after Cody got injured so I, I i do think it's one of those things where he is a great talent he is an asset to the company but at the same time huge liability personal issues abound he has to he has to take care of himself right now i i do not think he should go to another company right now i think he needs to take this take this release as a sign of hey maybe I need to get some help take care of yourself like do what you need to do get yourself back on track because i i think if he goes to another com- company something's only it's, it's only a matter of time before something maybe else happens. And to me, that's only going to, uh, you know, put a black black cloud or a black stain over what he can do. I think take this time, let people forget about the controversy, go kind of privacy. You know, again, that WWE travel schedule is insane. It's not for everybody. It can lead to a lot of personal problems. You know, Xavier, we, we all know we're touring artists, whether comedians, musicians. The schedule can take a toll. Travel can take a toll. You know, and I don't want to minimize his problems. He obviously he's, you know, I want him to get the help he needs. And and we've seen examples of guys and girls who who taken time off and gotten better. Big Bill, who used to be a big cast, he had his own personal problems for a while, and I think it's great that he took time away. He he was doing a little bit with, I think, Tommy Dreamer's company, House of Hardcore. Then he went away for a bit, cleaned himself up. I think DDP might have helped him. I don't know. I'm I'm not sure about what his recovery process was. But whatever it is, it worked for him. He looks great now, and he's doing great in AEW, and maybe that's what Matt Riddle needs. Time away. Like, take some time away. You know, they say get out of your territory to learn to hold. Well, get out of this territory just to, like, you know, help yourself. You know, I, I think yeah. he, the last thing he needs right now is a ring. That That's just my personal opinion.
0: You also say you can't see the forest amongst the trees. <laughs> right. so take a step back you know and reevaluate yeah. a little bit yeah no I, I completely agree with you i mean i want to see him succeed and i do think in order for that to happen he does need to make uh some changes in his life and he needs to like get this under control
1: yeah absolutely he, he's pure talent like Pratik was saying you know even i just think back to like his evolve run and just even before you know wwe uh I mean, he's a trained fighter, man. He's an athlete through and through. He's pure talent. And he's almost like a modern-day RPD, you know.
0: Kind of, yeah. Right? like I mean, a little more annoying, bro,
1: but... And, and, and more technicality, and, you know, that comes with, you know, his roots. And, yeah, uh, again, the, the travel, being on the road, the temptation, the success, the You fame, know what, though?
0: I'm going to say you're right, because... RVD's biggest attribute is that he's unorthodox, and I feel like that describes Matt Riddle as well. So you're right. Oh, 100% Matt
2: Riddle, yeah. Uh, Unorthodox. A little bit of, you know, given his – I'm I'm talking about from a technicality standpoint, a match – Set mindset. He kind of reminds me a little bit of of Angle too. At times, you know, if you look mm. at his matches a little bit too, I like that. I like that. And maybe with the uh, with the demons, like look at yeah, the, the, definitely with the. If we want to talk about somebody who I don't know if anybody listened to his Joe Rogan interview recently, per, Kurt Angle Ooh, he God. definitely highlighted a lot of that stuff. Like right when he left WWE, went to TNA. Now with Kurt Angle, he didn't really take. I, now I don't know that timeline very well. You guys might have to help me with that. He went right away to TNA, right? Or did he take like a few months to gather himself?
0: No, I I mean I think maybe he took a few months, but he should have been an impact TNA pretty quickly.
2: It was pretty
1: quick. Yeah, it was was quick. quick. It was quick, from what I remember.
0: Yeah, and I think it was like so quick I didn't even realize he was gone from the WWE. Right.
2: So maybe maybe he needed a little more time away. Obviously, he's still around and he's he's conquered his demons. But you know, you know what? Those,
0: Those demons lasted. A long time, A long in his time. Life. Long even time. in the
2: TNA run, for sure. Yeah,
0: deep into it. Yeah, years. Ago. Some of his best work,
1: though, like which isn't just, that wild. <laughs> it fucks you up, right?
2: It fucks you up. Like some of his best work. So these guys and girls are under so much pain, and then they turn to things. You know, I think about, I think about Guerrero. You know, like and especially uh. in the days of like Eddie Guerrero, Chris Wall, like when they were at their uh, height of what they were doing in WWE. They weren't allowed, like there, there weren't advancements in CBD and doing like stem cell injections and all. So what did they have to, and I don't think that they were cool with people like trying marijuana stuff and all. Like, I think they were only there, what they could turn to was the legal prescription drugs. And, but those, as we've learned are way more dangerous than, you know, now what they have with these CBD creams and all. And there's a lot more modifications for pain and offsets to pain now. But I don't know. I'm not there day to day. I'm not taking the bumps that they're taking. So I don't know what Matt Riddle is doing. Maybe he was, was he doing it to medicate? Was it for pleasure? Was it, you know, just again, the temptation surrounding yourself with, you know, whatever? Does that what lead to it? I, I don't know. Uh, and it varies with everybody, you know. So, yeah.
1: Look at Shawn Michaels.
2: You Another know. example. Yeah. <laughs> so talented in the ring. You know, one, one of my favorites to this day. Yeah.
0: Yeah. God's taxing yeah. partner.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh I still... uh,
0: speaking of Shawn Michaels you guys uh, we had an NXT pay-per-view this weekend Ooh.
1: no mercy
0: I remember the old school no mercy dude oh, yeah. you know what they did with this they yeah. made the graphics like the game oh I heard I heard that yeah I heard that. it was cool no, like, it, looked good. Uh, it looked good I was like when I first saw the <laughs> little video on Twitter of the graphics I was like I had to double take and say is this WWE official and it was I gotta check it out. Yeah, dude, I
1: really gotta peep it. I dropped the ball on uh, No Mercy.
0: It was a good show. It was a good, really good show from top to bottom. I really enjoyed it. Uh, let's see. Let's go over it real quick. Uh, Blair Davenport won a dark match. Blair Davenport uh, beat Kalani Jordan in the dark match. Uh, I'm liking Kalani Jordan. Uh, she's fun. She like she has. Uh, she looks like a like a basketball player, almost like a Nike shoe, like the way she dresses. And then she has Jordan across her back, like Michael Jordan would. Um, and I think that's fun. That's so fun so far. She's a rookie, but she lost in the pre-show in the pre dark match. Um, Baron Corbin defeated Braun Breaker by a pinfall in 9 minutes and 33 seconds. Did you guys know that Baron Corbin is American badass now? No. He's on a big old motorcycle with his bald head flying in the wind. I didn't Does know that. he?
2: So I remember he, he's kind of using the Lone Wolf gimmick. That's kind of what he used in NXT back in the day. And I believe he's using that theme song as well. The difference is, is he had that you know weird greasy greaseball hair back, and now he's just going clean shaven. But I'm I'm I remember the Lone Wolf when he debuted in main roster in 2016. To me, like, look, he's gone through so many gimmick changes. I don't think the Happy Corbin thing worked for NXT, so I think oh, it's good that he's no trying none of different. them
0: worked except for the first one.
2: I think the Happy Corbin thing when it was like he was you know I don't know if you remember when he was like poor for a bit and like the crowd <laughs> kind on the his...
0: lottery. Yeah,
2: to me that was a different angle. It was something different. You know, I thought he yeah. did and, and then you find out that he is a chef and he likes kind of fancy living stuff. Like, you know, it was kinda like part of his personality and he could be kind of smart. Me. So to me, your wrestling is all about constantly reinvention constant reinvention, constant change. You know, he's in NXT, he might as well do something different. He's you know, I was expecting uh, uh, Braun to get the win over him, so that was maybe they're trying to keep this program going. Is that what they're going with this? Maybe, uh, yeah,
0: I was as well. I was as well, but nope. Uh, Baron got the win, Baron got me a cycle. uh,
2: media, media match, uh, like, like, like a good hard hitting opener match. I will it say it was
0: a good opening match, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Two, two dudes just, yeah, hard hitting going out there, you know. And if you, if you enjoy Baron Corbin, which people do, then this was a good match to, to, to enjoy for sure. I'm not into Braun Breaker. I like Braun Breaker better when he was like a like a goofy heel. I mean, I mean babyface. I don't really like his heel stuff so much. But that's a different story, I guess. Yeah. I mean to me, he's not. It's interesting. His moveset,
2: he could be a face's moveset, but he doesn't have the babyface mic skills yet. So to me if he's if this heel stuff helps with his mic work, because that's to me, that's the big thing with him right now is mic. Yeah, working. I watched
0: I watched NXT this past week, and he had a huge talking part, you know, and so it, it probably is helping him with that. It's um him with that. Off. but I just and think I think, I think, I think yeah, he's go good up as like a modern day Goldberg, you know.
2: Oh yeah, no, I mean he's he has the Goldberg tattoo. I think I've I've listened to a few interviews with him. <laughs> He's obviously, he's got the Goldberg tattoo. He's a fan of Goldberg. He probably met Goldberg as a kid because we know where his dad and uncle worked, you know, back mm-hmm. in the 90s. Um, I think people just forget. They, I think people are just like, man, he should oh, he should know what he's doing. Well, the kid's only 24. You know, he, yeah. he came to the, you know, NXT tra- He came from football. You know, so he's more on the technical side, more on the look side. He's got a great look. To me, the mic skills, that's the last thing he needs to become, you know, future main eventer once he, you know, develops on the mic. And that stuff, as we know, it takes time. It doesn't come easy to a lot of people that we know. Yeah. So my, my best wishes are with him. Uh, I think it's good that they didn't rush into the main roster. Yep. I know I noticed that, you know, everybody's like, oh, why isn't he at the main roster? What are they doing with him? I think this is better. Like, keep him as a homegrown talent. Make him like a Finn Balor type. Like, let him grow in NXT, let him be like the face of the brand kind of, or or the heel of the brand, whatever you want to call him, you know, but let him take his time. He doesn't need to grow
0: as much as possible. I think if he had
2: gone in the main roster by now, he'd be floundering. He'd be in some, like, weird program with Dolph Ziggler or something, you know, like, he wouldn't be doing much.
0: I got some bad news about Dolph Ziggler. Well, yeah, yeah, there's that
2: too, you know. know (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler
0: alert.
2: Spoiler. Oh, funny enough, we mentioned No Mercy. The last time There was a No Mercy pay-per-view was in 2017, and one of the big matches on that No Mercy pay-per-view was Dolph Ziggler for the IC title against Miz, career on the line, which might be one of my favorite Dolph Ziggler. I encourage all our listeners, that's actually a very, like, for what that pay-per-view was, it was a very bizarre pay-per-view in that. The opening match was John Cena, AJ Styles, Dean and at the time Dean Ambrose, not John Moxley, for the heavyweight title. The reason they went on first was that pay per view went up against the second presidential debate uh, of that of that. Oh, year. I remember that. So they were just like, we're going to start with the main event. So they put they made that the main event. Uh, and then, yeah, the other big match on that card was Dolph Ziggler for his career. And then, like the Spirit Squad guys came up and interrupted the match. And there was a lot of fervor, a lot of emotion in that night. It, it, it's a it's a very interesting pay per view. Kind of like we, that. Twenty seventeen had a lot of weird, like you know, one they had the Great Balls of Fire pay per view where like Joe and Brock Lesnar. They did a lot of they did a lot of very uh, out of the box thinking that year. I encourage our listeners who maybe poo-pooed on some of the modern era to go back to twenty seventeen. There was. A lot of interesting pay per views that here.
0: Yeah, and as embarrassing as a as a pay per view name that was, it was it was a pretty good show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: oh the oh, pay per view name was terrible. Uh, yeah, uh, you know it, it was a good card. A lot of a lot of underrated cards in 2017. So I, I encourage people to go back uh, and look. Uh, but uh, you know, for this pay per view, this No Mercy, yeah, very. You know, uh, they really stacked this card for what I guess they were just like, well, this is NXT. You know, travel. It's not just a pay per view at the performance center they're in right a, they're, they're in, in Marino, bakersfield so california they really oh baker bakersfield is a Baker's Field, excuse me is a big nxt market i believe some of the old black and gold pay-per-views were in bakersfield as well oh wow so they really want i think that's why they wanted to really like bring it bring it home for them but yeah this is a this was a super card for nxt i was very impressed with this
0: so uh mustafa ali was supposed to apparently is supposed to be dominic for the title at the pay-per-view but he was released before this pay-per-view happened so they switched his feud a little bit, and Dominic ended up fighting Trick Williams with Carmelo Hayes. Not with Carmelo Hayes, but Carmelo Not Hayes with his, boy. But
2: with his boy. And then you had Dragon Lee as a special guest referee. And Dragon
0: I, Lee was a referee. Yeah, that was weird. But yeah. it, it was. was just,
2: well, I think it's because they're trying to keep that feud, because they, if you remember, they just had a match on Raw, literally. Can the you believe window.
0: how good that match was?
2: Oh, it was amazing. Like to it me, was Dragon such Lee was a good incredible. match. And
0: then I was upset because dominic won clean in the middle of the ring one two three no, nah, help, no that's, cheating nah.
2: that's fine you know it was still like the eyes were on dragon lee the point of it it was his maybe his main roster try it, or whatever you want to call it uh, but to me it's an ongoing then to me it's like that thing of oh you want to see dragon lee get the win on dominic at some point down you the do. road you know yeah. and i think i think there's a feud there for sure i mean again dominic you know understands that style can work that style as his, his father is that to me there's there's a way to get Ray involved in this feud as well. So to me, this—I I don't want this feud to be one and done. I want this to keep going. Uh, uh, this could have been an opening match too, just because you had the shock factor of Trick Williams winning and beating Dominic mm-hmm. that night. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then obviously, spoiler alert to those who haven't watched NXT Tuesday, but Dominic won the title again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, so I was going to say, based off of this match and the rematch the next week on NXT. Yeah. I'm going to say that Dominic has gotten a lot better. Dominic's doing really good in the ring.
1: Yes. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, as we're talking about Dragon Lee, I feel like every podcast I listen to uh, you know, touches on how WWE has wanted to like find the new Rey Mysterio, whether mm-hmm. it's like Sin Cara or, you know, Ricochet, Ricochet, you know, whoever. I feel like if anybody could be the closest to the next Mysterio. I think
2: Dragon Lee could be the uh, the one.
1: Yeah. A little sidebar.
0: To that, me, I mean, this is that.
2: like, I could easily see, not maybe this is me being a little too precarious, but like I could see shades of Eddie and Ray in that Dragon Lee Dominic match. You know what I mean? I can uh, see. And it's, and it it's I'm not saying form. it's there yet. Like, I mean, Ray and uh, Eddie like fought each other for years, you know, you know, like imagine their first encounter in probably what was they probably would have wrestled like what triple a back in the day before before wcw i'm trying yeah to or
1: cmll
2: or cml or some sort of you know i'm not trying to say it's a mexican promotion but it was probably something <laughs> Something no, it probably
0: was i'm sure they wrestled together in triple a or something
2: triple a or like mean. you know te- somewhere in texas maybe but like to me like this is shades of that we can easily see these guys you know the rock triple h you know of our i could see these guys feuding for years
0: yeah, yeah i mean 10 crazy. years from now dominic and dragon league be in wrestlemania
2: I could see it. Ooh. Or maybe with, a uh, for... Tribal
0: Chief uh, Jim Uso.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Tribal <laughs> Chief J.S. <is. laughs> oh, no, yeah. cust- custody of mommy ladder master. custody. Oh, gosh.
0: Oh, man, I thought she was going to break up with him. Was, she was super mad that he lost me the title. Too. that's
2: why I was like, whew, glad he came home with the title. Like, yeah. uh, And to me, there's they say there's always money in the chase. To me, I think it was good they did like the old switcheroo Switcheroo. lost it on sunday won it on tuesday you haven't seen that a lot that's that's a very attitude era thing to bring back so it's kind of cool they they you they pulled the trigger on this at the right time um yeah i think there's more money in dominic having this title and running back and forth between all the different you know brands uh I mean, there was what the week where he headlined every like TV show and a match that. Week. Yeah, like, that was. Fun. He's doing man's doing good work. You can yeah. say it's just so funny. Like eight months ago, people were like Dominic sucks. He needs to go to NXT. Well, <laughs> you know he's, he's he doing, did though. He,
0: he really did. did. He really really did. Yeah, he daily. really
2: did in a good way.
0: And he sucks so bad. He sucks, he but he's good a, now.
2: That's what I'm saying. As a as a heel, he's doing is he's doing what a heel should do, and it's not it's not indifference. it's like no fuck you like we're, we're oh my gosh like,
0: and you know what i've never seen anybody get drowned out the way he does yeah like that's beautiful when i see that happen. he's doing
2: exactly yeah he's doing they're booing and he's him he's not when even he doing out, heel 101 like he's not even shitting on the town if you notice he's just he's just he's being just a him. smarmy little you know shit you know?
0: so when he came out the following week on NXT after he lost the title uh to cut his promo on trick williams the crowd was you know, NXT is much smaller than a Raw crowd, and they're booing him so loud. It, it felt so like a fun. loud Rocker
2: like it to the great. to it the uh, you know th- th- to the skills of Dominic, as, and because again he can he's born he has that you know again this is a generational talent. I think what third generational now. I guess his uncle. So it was yeah it was Ray and then the uncle. So is, I guess you yeah. could say third generation talent. Yeah, so, third the generation. guy knows what he's doing. You know what? Maybe
0: more. I mean, who knows? Maybe right? more. Yeah. yeah.
2: You know, the dad um, again. Best decision. I don't know who made that decision. We'll, we probably won't find out years from now because they want to keep kayfabe right now. But kudos to whoever in creative suggested Dominic break away from me. That might have been the best thing for his career. Yeah, um, yeah. And a lot I mean, of people thought it was corny and turnover, but. It worked. Prison Dom is great. Those those little <laughs> holiday videos where he no, tries to come home.
0: There was definitely um a learning process for Dominic because there was a long time where he was super cringe. Everything he did was terrible. Um, but I'm I'm enjoying what he's doing now. I really am.
2: Doing when doing and also the matches aren't like the match work, you know, yes, doesn't do. seem terrible. You know, like you know, on NXT
0: did. when he won the title back. Uh, the way that Rhea threw the belt to him, and then when he hit Trick with the belt, and then he threw the belt out of the ring in one fluid motion, and it was—he was, he looked oh, it was like fluid, such, yeah. He looked like such a pro,
2: very such Eddie pro. style, very, very uh, Eddie, very
0: style. Eddie style, he, yeah. He
2: moves. He's he's got good ring, like his hip tosses look crisp. Everything is. Anytime I watch him like on TV, he's great. You know?
0: His frog yeah. splash looks pretty devastating. Oh, because he's a big boy. He's he's got some, you know, he's getting some meat to him too.
2: He's got meat to him, so he's not just a high flyer. He's, he's, he's got height to him. He's got meat. It's hell yeah, big big meaty men slapping. Right, well, hey, this is not
0: the Dominic Mysterio podcast. Anyway, uh-
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was a good match, though. It easily could have been the opener as well.
0: Absolutely, Uh we had a tag team match. I'm going to do what I did in real life and skip this one. I'm just kidding. Skip. Uh, the I genuinely family, didn't see it either.
2: Unfortunately. The, 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 I the, the,
0: believe- the, the 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 Italian mafia people. Won. The fa- family won,
2: correct? Yeah, right? the yeah. family won. Yeah, uh, yeah, man. won
0: uh noam dar defeated butch in a in a match this match seemed to go for so many rounds i was getting frustrated i'm like how many rounds is this i mean um, i yeah. get that
2: they were doing like the rounds thing but yes it definitely dragged what was the time up that was a long uh, 15, one. Fifteen
0: fifty four.
2: yeah basically 16 minutes of
0: yeah it felt it like a 25 of... minute
2: match <laughs> yeah. it was
0: just such a weird match the way they did the March. round and i expected it to be three and there was like i didn't there Was like seven or something, it was. There was a lot of rounds, it was a lot fun. of rounds,
2: yeah, it, it, yeah. I don't, I don't
0: recommend them them doing this match style that often.
2: Maybe it worked better on TV than a paper,
0: yeah, absolutely. But you know what, though? One thing I do enjoy about it, I guess, is it's this Heritage Cup and it's from the UK, and they have Butch involved, they have Noam Dar involved, they have Tyler Bain involved, they have all the UK guys, <laughs> they have all the UK. Them, it's
2: a good showcase, yeah. No, I'm happy. Brad. It's a shame that yeah, I, I was rooting for this match to go because I actually liked the the Heritage Cup tournament. I was I was following it. I still yeah. love the Butch Charlie Dempsey with Regal you know Regal's son in that mat, in that pro qualifier match. You know you got to see a little bit of you know because NXT UK isn't around anymore. So this is a way for the NXT NXT 2.0 brand to pay respect to the UK and I thought this was a good UK showcase. It's just unfortunate that it you know maybe it was just this was a overstuffed card. And, and you definitely had some UK-style wrestling in the next match, but it was definitely – it could have been trimmed. I would say, like, edited, just maybe take five minutes off. or something, Maybe, like, three minutes off, something.
0: Like yeah, make it dragged. five rounds, not seven or something. I think
2: – yeah, maybe cut the number of rounds. Maybe that's and the fact that too many rounds. Tell yeah. us
0: how many rounds there are so we don't keep wondering every time. That's yeah. true, too. They could have done a
2: better job explaining.
0: <laughs> I guess maybe I could have done a better job paying attention.
2: Um. That- a good showcase for but what do you guys think? Should Butch stay is this a sign a butch should just stay in NXT right now or should he come you know back? What? I mean okay how so do you guys
0: feel? I have two I have two 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 answers. One, um, I like the brawling brutes. I would like to see them continue to you know do what they're doing with sheamus It's it's fine, they're good wrestlers. Uh my other hand, I do not like Ridge Holland. I would like to see him get uh not employed anymore. And so if if they release Ridge Holland, then they could put Butch back in NXT.
1: And Sheamus is hurt, so he's like, you know. Oh, well, that is true. Sheamus
2: is, yeah. He gives
0: butch something in. to do, yeah.
1: Exactly. So, you know, maybe go well, kind
0: Did of,
2: Sheamus get injured in the Edge match? Or how did he get injured? Was it a house show? or
0: The Adam uh, Copeland match. No, I'm just kidding. I can't,
1: I can't attest to the injury, but I know he's dealing with, like, a... He
0: probably did, because last time I remember seeing him, he was wrestling was that, Edge. Yeah, yeah like, was that was the last match. match I saw him wrestling. No, that's
2: his last match. Um, You know, there's there's been rumblings of maybe he's going to leave too, and he's not satisfied with, you know, what they're doing with him. And to me, I think that's fair a little bit, because he was white hot after Clash of the Castle last year with Gunther, and they just kind of, yeah, they gave him like a little bit of an Imperium versus Brawling Brutes. I thought it was a good showcase for them. And, yes, he did, he did have a little bit to do up until Mania, uh, but once Mania was over, nothing. He just kind of floundered after that, and I think they kind of wasted – he was kind of getting that white hot baby face, you know, run again. And they could have had the stuff for Imperium, excuse me, for Brawling Brutes to do every week. But maybe, I don't know. And maybe there was some concern because of Ridge. You know, maybe that stopped some of the Brawling Brutes push as, as a faction. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. there was like a rise of factions last year. If you know, so you had judgment day. You had Brawling Brutes, Imperium, Bloodline. So it's, yeah, they it was went like, faction heavy. They, they went were fashion yeah. heavy. You had the Vikings. You could have easily done something with the brawling. I, I felt like the brawling groups, like, they didn't really get in the mix as much as the other factions, and it's a shame because they were good, but at the same time, yes, I know Ridge Holland, there were a couple issues with him. I know there was obviously the big one with Big E, but he had another issue, correct? Where he...
0: Yeah, I, I don't remember. Oh, it was, uh, he hurt one of the guys from um, Pretty, deadly. Deadly, right? Pretty Deadly. Yeah, the blonde one. Because
2: if you notice, he's not on TV right now.
1: Yeah. No, he's hurt. No, he
2: Ridge. Hurt. R- Ridge is. Hurt. Oh,
0: oh, oh! I can see that. I can see Have them. I can see them taking him off TV, putting Butch XT, NXT, and then letting Sheamus be you know injured.
2: Injured, yeah. So, the, so to me, it's like yeah. It, to 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 your point again, it's that thing of okay, if Ridge is being deemed unsafe, and again, we're not sa- I'm not out there saying this. I'm just. It sounds like there's been two issues. Maybe more that we don't know about. He's not on TV, so we don't know what they're doing with him. And I don't think Ridge is injure, injured. He's not He's done.
0: not released, though. We know that. He's
2: not released. No. Yeah. So something's going on. Maybe they're trying to re-coach him or retrain him or something's going on. Um, You know, I don't want to speculate too much. But clearly, he had a few issues. So maybe they're taking him away from TV, letting him develop a little more. So to me, it's like, yeah, what do you do with Bush? You know, I think it's good that he's, he's not just off TV. If someone's raring mm-hmm. to go – give him a showcase and to me at least he's had he's had a nice little tv run for the last what was it three four weeks however long this heritage cup was so any and we all love him we all love butch i mean (laughs) and it's that thing of could he go back to pete dunn sure but to me it's like the name doesn't matter it's more what they do with him you know what i mean so yeah i thought it was a good showcase for him maybe he stays on nxt and you know does something or he tries to fight you know I believe he's had a couple singles matches with. Has he fought Gunther on the main roster yet? He might have done one match on SmackDown, maybe. I don't for know. Non-title. Yeah, yeah. I, could I see think that. there's because there's. I mean, I'm waiting for, for that. You know, or maybe keep him down there. Maybe have him fight Ela. You know, for the for the for the title. You know, keep it UK heavy for a while. I'm I'm fine with that too. I am too. I, I'm fine with wherever wherever you put Butch. Give him some. Even if it's like a two month feud or something like, just give him some good TV time or TV matches or even some of these one and done feuds with people. Like, let him let him, or even just work him on the house show. You know, at the very least, give him give him something to do because he's the crowd, the mainstream WWE fans, the casual fans still need to see more from him, and I don't think they've been able to see what he can do. So at least maybe one of them will tune in. Maybe a casual fan will tune into NXT. Like, oh, we remember Butch from his stuff with Sheamus. What's he? Do? doing and maybe they'll get to see a little bit more of who he's about you know so that's my hope for butch is give him more of a platform to showcase where wherever whichever brand he's on
0: enroll butch in the alpha academy
2: sure <laughs>
1: <Somewhere>. <laughs> get him on tv yeah.
2: just get him on tv somehow i just, I I just don't that. want him to go away because well he doesn't have a faction we don't know what to do with him bah. you know i,
0: mm-hmm. just, I, I agree that. i completely agree with that um in our next match nxt championship match 21 minutes Ilya Dragunov defeats Carmelo Hayes for the NXT title. And a pretty good match, actually. You know, Ilya's really good. Uh, and it's crazy because he's so little. So you don't expect him to be like so fierce and so tough, but he really is.
2: So much, so much just like, you know, we talk about moments on this show. And that match was like, like every move mattered, you know, the psychology. Like, to me, this was a good example of just. Psychology in today's wrestling, like it wasn't just a bunch of flips. There were moves. There were there were flips. There were hip tosses. There was whatever suplexes that mattered. It wasn't just suplex city for fun. Like every move mattered. Every move sold. Like Ilya. Uh, I uh, forgive me if I'm saying it, Ilya or Ilya.
0: No, you said it right, Ilya.
2: It is Ilya. Yeah. Just if you remember, like towards like you know halfway mark where he's he's already cut himself open. He's bleeding. He's trying to suplex Carmelo and just. He's trying to go for that two count. He gets he gets one and a half and he just starts screaming and you can see the pain because he wants that win. Again, wins, do they matter? Do they not matter? That's a man who clearly wants that win and you, you felt it. You matter. So it's like to me, that's what you know, a title match should be. A big money match should be. I was I was very impressed. Uh and I thought Carmelo rose to the occasion as well. And I felt like this match traded, like, different styles of wrestling. Like, you saw kind of a brawling style. You saw that stiffness in the U.K. But you also had some high-flying moves, too. Like, each each performer adapted to the other's style as well. So, to me, like, this was a fantastic match. To me, this was an example of, hey, this is a semi-main event. Try to follow this. Uh, I believe it got a standing ovation. Um, and when, what did we say it was? 21 minutes?
0: 21 minutes and some seconds, yeah.
2: It could have gone on for 10 more minutes.
0: Yeah, I really could have.
2: Fantastic.
0: And then Ilya also did a promo uh, leading up to the, to the show uh, that really made you believe that it mattered to him a lot as well. So, yeah, I, I do think that that's a big deal in wrestling is making people believe that this means a lot to you. Speaking of uh, big deals, uh, Big Time Bex Uh, put her NXT women's title on the line. So I'm going to go on this rant real quick because uh, Becky Lynch is the NXT women's champion. Uh, Dominic Mysterio is the, these are both going into the show, the the NXT North American champion. That's nice. That's cute and all. But don't we remember when Solo Sokoa got stripped of the North American title because he's on the main roster? Oh, that makes me so mad.
2: No, I I agree. It definitely is a storyline botch that they need to... There's a very easy fix, and that's Solo versus Dominic, and <laughs> Solo gets mad.
0: <laughs> that's Dominic's last match.
2: <laughs> Solo's just like, hey, what? I." to me, there is something that you could easily have Solo storm in to NXT and tries to get a title match, and Sean doesn't give it to him, but then somebody steps up to Solo, and then Solo has a match in NXT coming out. I, like, to me, there's a way to build off of this. Like, have yeah. Solo come in and just start putting up oh, yeah. people... In NXT, I mean, it seems like that's what they kind of want to do right now is have main roster superstars go back and forth between NXT. I believe. And tell me if this is a joke. John Cena is showing up on Tuesday, right? That's the
0: yeah. Point. Well, they they're going big on Tuesday because AEW Dynamite's on Tuesday next week.
2: But I, I, the point yeah. I'm trying to make is, yeah, maybe they're going head to head with Adam and AEW or whatever. But also that thing of they want to. Evoke that this is not just a developmental brand. It's a, it's a, it's a. And Asuka an
0: has a match. And Oscar Katie has was... a match on
2: there. Like, to me, it's not just this week. It seems like every week, some superstar from the main monsters. Well,
0: yeah, now. like Becky Lynch is their women's champion. Becky
2: Lynch is their champion. Dominic is the champion again. To me, but I don't, I don't mind it because, and it's also working for the ratings, if I'm not mistaken. I've been, I've been reading a few Absolutely. articles about it. Yeah,
0: I'm a lot more for them bringing current superstars in because they're on USA.
2: Because it's on USA and also, it's only going to help the talent down there get better if they're working. Didn't didn't mm-hmm. Punk say like at some point like you know minor league hockey? Punk made an analogy to minor league hockey and major league hockey. Minor league hockey players end up playing with major league hockey players in their developmental territories to get better. So to me, it's like if you want the third brand to get better, you have to bring in main roster people. And if it excites the crowd, and if it gets ratings up, and also there's our thing. What were these people doing on the main roster? time what was Becky Lynch doing she she had her feud with Trish she needed something else to do you don't want to put him in a title picture just yet give her something to do this is a great way to elevate that, that brand and it's a, a way to Becky Lynch be the t- champion she's certainly deserving of being a title holder right now and if this can elevate somebody why not
0: absolutely if, if
2: some casual fan is like, oh I like Becky Lynch what's NXT I've never really watched it great if John Cena fans who've never seen NXT want to come down great
0: Hell yeah! And that's what it There's is. Great
2: wrestling down there. So if, if and, and if anything, maybe it'll get the, bra- the big brass behind. Oh, this guy did well, or this girl did well in this segment with this main roster person. Let's call him up. Like to me, this is all part of this plan to get people up. To me, this Dragon Lee matchup on Raw was a way to look at Dragon Lee potentially coming to the main roster sooner, which I'm fine with. You know, because yeah. Dragon Lee's great, and he that's fits into cute. the story. To me, if it if it's or if it also fits into the story, and if you're bringing guys up to the roster and then they're like have a little bit of feud and then they go back. Like it, to me, it, it adds to the recognizability and they're not just coming in cold. You know, this is a way for the audience to get to know people before they get this big main roster jump. I think that's maybe what happened with like someone like a, you know, he's doing very well now, Nakamura, but I think maybe he just came up and agile fans didn't really know who he was, you know, even though they had access to NXT, they could have watched that they didn't. So to me, this is a way to slightly introduce, Wrestlers and superstars before they, you know, make that big jump.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then Becky gives them the rub or whatever. Yep, exactly. Sure. I,
2: I, you know, that main event that we saw, like that, also, you know, it was it was a hard hitting. You know, we we, we saw use of a barbed wire baseball bat on NXT. When was the last time <laughs> WWE was working with barbed wire? It's been yeah. a while. You know, uh, and that match, both both the last. When was the last time you saw pay per view? Well, I maybe mean, Wrestle Dream probably they had that, but you know, what was the last time on a WWE pay per view you had two back to back matches get standing o's from from the from the live crowd. So they're they're doing something that's that's working for them.
0: Yeah, yeah definitely are, definitely are. They're onto something because like like those two guys, Carmelo Hayes and Dragonoff, they're so good. And I was actually surprised. I mean, she's good, but like I was surprised with how really good. Uh, tiffany stratton was in this main event she oh, really amazing. held her own against becky Lynch.
2: yeah and i i missed the tv match so i didn't really know much and i just in general didn't know much about tiffany stratton until this main event so to me i got to learn more about her and really get a rub.
0: yeah same she is, really you
2: know so to me she got a big rub from that match
0: absolutely she's a star in my eyes after that match of course what about you what about you xavier what do you think of this main event
1: so uh as we were talking about before we were were tracking i didn't watch the pay-per-view but i was able to see multiple gifs from the match
0: and uh (laughs) tell us about your gif expertise. my my (laughs) my
1: my, my gif adventure you know and and as we were saying sometimes you can watch a whole pay-per-view via gifs on twitter or a smackdown or a raw or a dynamite um but from what i saw it was great i will be tuning in uh you know I'll, i'll watch the match but uh There was just some crazy spots. Her moonsaults are insane. Um, Just the way they protect each other, from what I saw, it was killer. So it's cool to see Stratton shine. It's cool to see Becky do her thing, uh, give the ratings a boost. It's great work. It's cool. It's good. It's refreshing. It's cool. I sign off on it. I'll definitely watch it. Hell
0: Uh, yeah. Go watch it. It's a really good match. It's really fun. I was surprised how good it was. I was telling you, uh, Pratik. I was telling Xavier uh, before we started recording. I was watching NXT, and I forgot about the main event. And as soon as uh, a Hayes match ended, I put it on collision.
2: Uh, <laughs> so I had to go he back.
0: I had to go back.
2: I mean, a lot of people were like, "Ah, oh, how are they going to be able to follow it?" But they followed it, like to their to Becky and uh, t- Tiffany's credit, they followed that match.
1: Yeah, yeah and it was I'll- cool that the main it.
0: It's always cool. Yeah, it really is. It really Very is. Cool. It's
2: nice when women, women made it. And again, it was that thing of well, Elia and Carmelo main event in the last paper. it makes sense to mix it up, you know.
0: And then having Becky there really, you know, it makes sense. Hello, Becky. Yeah, she should
2: event. be the main. Oh of big you.
0: Big yeah. time. Big time backs. Big time backs. So, I, I mean, kudos all, this to this Becky for show. coming
2: down. Seth Rollins was on NXT a couple weeks ago too. Like, you know, kudos yeah. to them for coming down.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah, this is a great show. I really enjoyed it. Um, I wasn't really planning on enjoying it, but I did. That's cool. I love
1: that it's an, like scenario where I'm like, eh, I guess I'll watch it. And it's like that was a really good pay per view. I
0: ain't got nothing mm-hmm. better to do, Not right? <laughs> Let's get into it's some Wrestle Dream. Uh, Wrestle Dream. What was really cool about Wrestle Dream is that they it was like a it was like a tribute to Antonio Inoki because it was on the the one anniversary of his death, and yeah. on the pre show, uh, the hour and a half pre show. Uh, they had a little tribute to Inoki, where they they had uh, his two grandsons, and then they had uh, Rocky Romero and Shibata in the ring because they are both trained by Inoki, and they just you know they dedicated the show to him and and things like that. And then as a little bonus, as a little teaser, uh, they showed Christian Cage looking <laughs> on uh, at the grandkids, you know, honoring their 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 passed away grandfather, Christian Cage. Christian Cage he's so oh my gosh, she's so good man. He's on fire. Christian he's is doing the, his the best heel work
1: right now. It Literally. really is it's unreal. Really it's
2: amazing. Yeah. Um yeah, my only point of contention maybe is like should that tribute have been on the main show but I get that they want the first thing in the ring to be the tribute. So I get that a little bit. It just it's just unfortunate because some people do skip their pre-show and you know, I don't know, maybe they should have put I I did they did they show that package of Anoki at least at the beginning of the main show or do they?
0: They probably did. The I couldn't. I don't. I couldn't tell you off memory, but they probably did.
2: They probably did. So hopefully, you know, people
0: recognize, you know. And they was, they honored him the whole night. You know, a lot of out, They did a lot. A thing. lot of people came out in the red scarves and stuff, which was pretty cool. Yeah.
1: A lot of moves, like a lot of uh, submissions that he did. Yeah, yes, that's was, true. No, a lot of true. callbacks, a lot of homage. It was cool.
0: Uh, in her first pre-show match, Athena, Billy Starks, Keith Lee, and Kojima defeated Shane Taylor Promotions, uh, Shane Taylor, Lee Moriarty, uh, Diamante, and Mercedes Martinez by pinfall. It was a good match, kind of a little cluster, trying to get a lot of people on the show and tell some stories all at once. Yeah, um, it, was good. It, it did it feel was a little good. bit
2: like we're trying to, everybody's got to have a turn, but you know, it, how long was it? I think it was like, what? Under 10 Five minutes. minutes, yeah. It was I was 45.
0: It was quick,
2: I, mean, I think I'm that was for, what uh, you're gonna
0: uh, I'm, do. yeah. I'm all for Billy Starks, you know, and, and, and Fina. Yeah, I really, I really love Billy Starks her work in GCW uh, and on the indies. She's amazing and she's going to be a huge star. And so, you know, put a match together, throw her on there. I'm, I'm yeah. on
2: there. Keith Lee should be on there too, just because he's Keith Lee. Oh, uh, for the
0: record, yeah. I do want to say, <clears throat> I read a thing that somebody said that Nick Wayne and Billy Starks are the youngest two people to ever appear on a national wrestling pay-per-view. But I want to put my two cents in and say that Billy Starks turned 18 first. So technically, Nick Wayne is the youngest person to ever appear on Uh-oh. pay-per-view. Oh, oh wow. Is, okay. Nick, is Nick
2: Wayne, what is he, 17?
0: He, no, he turned 18 he, in July. He's 18 now. In July. Crazy. Crazy shit. Um, let's see. Next match, we had Cla- oh, Claudio Castagnoli defeated Josh Barnett in 8 minutes and 15 seconds. So I don't know if you guys watched this pre-show, um, but a lot of times people tell you, my goal is for people to go, well, wrestling's fake, but that's real. Okay. My wife and I are both convinced that before this match happened, Josh Barnett pulled Claudio aside and said, if you're going to beat me, you need to fucking beat me. I'm not going to let you beat me because there was a lot of struggle in that match. They wrestled a lot. And when Claudio won, Josh Barnett took the microphone, he gave him his flowers and Claudio looked so like happy. Yeah, it was great. a good, it was a
2: stiff match. Uh, I wish this had been on the main show. If anything, this could easily could have been on the main
0: show. Um, And this match came about because Josh Barnett contacted AEW and said, I want to be on Tony Noki show. Antonio Noki. I don't know why I said Tony Noki. Antonio Noki's show. He contacted
2: Tony Khan Con- Con about Tony Noki.
0: Yeah.
2: Tony Noki. Isn't that part of the family? I and mean, then I see Tony But
0: yeah, Josh Barnett wanted to be on the show. So this is a good match. I really enjoyed it. Oh, that's, that's,
2: uh, yeah, out of respect. And, and it was, it felt like stiff, hard hitting style, which, you know, Noki is known for. So yeah, definitely a good tribute match for sure. Oh, that's what
1: Have, was that? Did you? Did you? Uh, spoiler alert! Did you guys read that the reason this match came about was because? So originally it was supposed to be Moxley versus Barnett, and that was supposed to be set up when Moxley was concussed against uh, Ray Phoenix.
0: I thought it was oh. supposed to be Moxley against Tom Lawler, because Maybe, I read, I read that because Tom Lawler got screwed for Forbidden Door because his yes. opponent got hurt. Adam Cole, it, right? okay, okay, you and might, be right. You might be right. I read that Tom got screwed again, um, and Mox got hurt.
1: Maybe, maybe, yeah. but it could have been either way, either way. But it worked out well, and and I agree with Pratik; it should have been on the main show. Like Barnett is a, a staple of just
2: He's a staple. You had Moxie comment on commentary too. Like it felt like a high-profile oh, yeah.
0: match. Moxie was fun.
2: To me, that's what made it seem like Moxley wanted to – it was going to be Moxley-Barnett was the fact that Moxley accompanied uh, Claudio to the ring and was on commentary.
0: Well, it's because he can't wrestle. So, you know, I'm going to be involved somehow.
2: Yeah,
1: and it it was great. Like, the commentary, I think that's – of anything that I saw on Twitter was more Mox on commentary.
0: Mox was great on commentary. I'm fine
2: fine with it, yeah. I really enjoyed Moxley-Mox on commentary. I he was, mean, yeah. he's done so much to carry that guy. I, I almost feel like he needs a little bit of time off just to get his just health and everything, wellness, yeah, just go chill.
1: Know. Yeah, chill go chill, chill with your wife. Like, yeah, he's been dude. He's been carrying this whole the whole year. Cover he's back.
2: been busting his ass, like, down. not just if people forget, he's not just doing AEW stuff. He's doing like, like other indie dates and all too. Right, like,
1: yeah, and just maintaining a uh, sobriety and. Being a dad, and but to you me, know, that's
2: the fear that if you're and he was in like a grappling contest, he won like a medal or something, he won, like, a gold yeah, medal, yeah. yeah, 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 in
0: a local Ohio state, in a local, yeah, just
2: but that's it's my great. thing. I'm like, I just don't it's want like... you to. We, we, love, we love him so much, we don't want him to over. He's got like daughter family obligations, he's bad, be- you know, maintaining sobriety. It's very easy to go down that slippery slope if you're spreading yourself too thin. Yeah. I think he needs to take a step back, too. You
0: know? I can I can see Moxley sitting there, you know, and, and going, oh, there's a wrestling competition and just getting up and walking out the door. Yeah. And then showing up he, in he the competition his on, <laughs> in, his, in his leather jacket and his jeans yeah. while everybody else is wearing, like, wrestling gear. <laughs> wrestling <you know>? gear. <laughs> yeah, 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 And he just wins, and then he just goes back home and, like, sits back on the couch, and Renee's like, where'd you go? And he's like, oh, I want a gold medal. I <laughs> You
2: want to go? <laughs> yeah. Damn Wild thing plays.
0: <laughs> I can just see that happening. He sleeps, he sleeps in his jeans and, and boots apparently oh
2: yeah
1: yes he does oh my gosh i've slept crazy. in stage yeah. jeans I, I yeah i get I mean, it. i'm sure we've
0: all slept in jeans once or twice we've all, maybe yeah. not by choice <laughs>
1: <laughs> no never by choice it's like i guess i'm sleeping in my stage uh
0: in our thing. in our third uh pre-show match uh luchasaurus defeated nick wayne uh in four minutes and 55 seconds don't you know, get nick wayne out there get luchasaurus out there that's good that's fine uh, yeah
2: yeah, give, and obviously, it builds into the main event. There's a story, Ooh, yeah, yeah, exactly. To me, it no all it further, further created a twist of I did not see that thing coming. So, oh my god, having this match it
0: was me part neither. of the chapter, yeah. Same spoiler, he did his mom? Uh, yeah. in our fourth and final pre show match, the trio's champions yet claimed, uh, and daddy S defeated tmdk the mighty don't kneel shane haste mikey nichols and bad dude tito it was so awesome to see uh shane haste and mikey nichols in this match i mean i like bad dude Tito too but like it was it was really neat it was really fun it was
1: good it was good for the soul i love bad dude i love tmdk the original the OG, the
0: original TMDK. The OG
1: know? TMDK. Yeah, it was good for the soul. Another thing that maybe could have been on the on the actual card, but
2: uh, you know that's a good point. Like it feels like okay, th- this is the world trios title match, and there have been like <laughs> it was a pre show match on All Out. It was a pre show match, I believe. No, they were on the main card for All In. It just seems like cl- and the acclaim are so over right now. Like it just is this morning they've been on the pre show like for two major pay per views.
0: Yeah, so, but their pre-shows go hard, though.
2: They are. It seems like <laughs> yeah. they are trying to, like, hey, They're trying to make the pre-show
0: time, yeah, into like something. For, like, this yes, is like the I main mean, event fine. of the pre-show. You're, you're the want, main you event watch. of
2: the pre-show, yeah. For sure. sure.
0: The main event of the pre-show. Main
2: event of the pre-show. <laughs> <laughs> if only I could main event the pre-show. <laughs> hey, be it's
0: something. better than main eventing main event. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the acclaim, and then I hope they just get more TV. Time.
0: Uh, in the in the wrap, uh, Max Caster referenced uh, Retribution and T Bar,
2: he did That's oh.
0: great. because uh, Shane Hayes was T Bar.
2: Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 I yeah.
1: Missed that. I missed
0: that. Uh, going into the show, uh, MJF uh, put the the Ring of Honor World Tag Team titles on the line in a handicap match two against one against the righteous uh I'm gonna go ahead and say it I feel like the righteous is gonna they're leaning towards being Bray Wyatt now I mean uh like you know he's not there he, he can't do his character so like I feel like they're acting like him and it really bothered me in this in the show
2: it felt kind of wildernessy kind of primeval kind of bit.
0: Bayou the Bayou version Bayou
2: like, kind of yeah okay yeah. they're they're, le- they're leaning too much into the bayou stuff yeah swampland kind of and, and i don't believe that was their original gimmick right it feels like they're changing it now right yeah
0: but then like based on the way they're dressed are they, are they like mental hospital patients that escaped like i don't i don't really get what they're doing but Grey they just valued, they, they gave me bray Wyatt vibes and i just was like it's too soon to like steal his shit
2: oh i i agree yeah and i definitely i feel like i have to go back and watch it now but i'm, I'm gonna catch it for sure It's that thing of you couldn't have the kingdom, not the kingdom. Who, who are Robert Strong's guys? You could have the kingdom. Yeah, they are the kingdom, right? So you couldn't have them because you didn't have Adam Cole because of the injury. So to me, it's that thing of okay, you need another team that can face, you know, Mm -hmm. MJF. And to me, this is a good way, good showcase for them because you know they're not as well known. So give them a chance to shine, and it's in a handicap match. And again, like. Just the to, just, it's just great to see MJF like he's getting face reactions, but he still does. Oh my he just gosh. slips in those he slips in those heel tactics even when he's getting face reactions. And
0: this perfect. was such a fun match. Like Maybe. Max MJF played this match perfect. Perfect. You know, there was times perfect. where he was on top. There was times where they got the better of him. And then yep. when it, when push came to shove at the end, he had his feet on the ropes. One, two, three. He's oh, right. Yeah. It was. Great. It was a I good
1: it, it. a good opener, and and I it's what think- you wanted to see.
0: And he yeah, he's it. he's
2: opened out twice cuz he opened on all out too and it was and all technically all in. He's he knows how to work, you know, whatever spot he's put in. So so good for Max.
0: You know, he's yeah. really growing on me. I'm really liking him a lot. Oh
1: yeah. yeah. And I didn't want to see the titles just dissipate, you know, without a cold hurt. Like I needed I needed that win. Like I was like, "Oh, it has but to I,
2: happen for the story." Yeah.
1: Yeah, but I I I firmly believed that uh the other guys were going over. Like, I just assumed that they were just going to, like, wipe the slate clean, and mm. here you go. But I'm glad it it went. Oh, yeah. Actually, it went.
0: I'm glad that MJF won, too. And now yeah, we can continue sure. the story between MJF and uh, Adam Cole. Roddy. Roddy uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's yeah. crazy.
1: Keep it going. Keep it going.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, at our next match, uh, Eddie Kingston defeated Shibata, defending the Ring of Honor world title and the New Japan Strong Openweight Championship title beautiful match
2: beautiful work good hard sure. hitting good good tributes
0: uh you know something eddie kingston said uh before the match uh really stuck with me he just looked at his titles he said it's really weird having titles and it's like he's not really a guy that's held a lot of titles and so yeah. i'm happy that you know in his later in his career somebody's recognizing him for you know his, his legacy and and they're putting some titles on him and and you know He's Doing his thing, I really enjoy that. I really, I'm yeah, he's, really
2: a, he's a journeyman wrestler and he's finally getting his flowers after yep. so long, after so many shitty gigs all over the world, basically. So, yeah, good. And again, like that, the emotions going into the match at uh, at uh, uh, Grand Slam, like the crowd was firmly on his side from the beginning. That was such a great. I encourage if you didn't go back, if you didn't see Grand, Grand Slam, go back and watch, like just really good emotions.
0: So. That match, him and Claudia was incredible. Ugh.
2: Fantastic. And
0: yeah. I, 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 I'm,
2: glad, I'm glad he's getting a good little face run right now. Good little underdog run.
0: Yeah, Me he too. It. Me too, yeah. And I'm kind of glad him. that they decided to separate him and Moxie a little bit, because that was just like, annoying. They were just screaming all the time.
2: <laughs> they were just turning into like, screaming and headbutts. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you they need win something win. else. Yeah, yeah and, and the thing with
1: uh, with Kingston as I, I saw a tweet recently where like the whole reason he got the gig on you know Dynamite with Cody for the uh, TNT like open challenge he literally wrestled in a backyard in front of maybe 50 people and cut a promo on Cody just like and, and it was like a disheveled Kingston like hair grown out yeah <laughs> yeah like, yeah. like and he was like on his last leg, right? Like as a wrestler, he's like, ah, I just, I'm not going to do this anymore. Like it, it is what it is. And
2: is that the promo where he's like, I'm not here to make stars or is it? A yes. Yes. That's the one. That's the one. one. That's that, the yeah. one.
1: And, and he, he, you know, and I don't know, like I, I looked at him and I was like, fuck dude. Like he was definitely like at his wits end and cut that promo, got him to dynamite and Got it all from
2: there. Yeah.
1: The rest is history. And look at him now. Yeah. So He's like an great. old
0: dog that got adopted to a nice home.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and, and
1: uh, a dog that does like the tricks that you want to see. Like, <laughs> right. Like it's like, I don't know. It's, there, it's There's weird. a
2: comic named, uh, he passed away. His name was Jim Wiggins. He was 86 years old when he finally got to perform on The Tonight Show. And he'd been doing comedy for 40 years. So, like, it's, wow. it's kind of like that a little bit. Like, he, he put in his time, finally got that movie. Right. Oh, finally got that TV thing. Finally got the Tonight Show. Yeah, and that's, that God yeah,
0: God, and that's why he kind of stopped doing indie because he's, his body is broken, you mm-hmm. know, and he wants to keep doing this as long as he can. And he's like, he's not going to wrestle on in the indies for, you know, X amount of dollars when he's on television. He has his television career to exactly. work at this point.
1: Yeah. And he's cutting him back because he's hurt. And I get it, you know. He's not I, a
2: spring chicken anymore
0: either. He's got it. No.
1: Be. He's getting his flowers, like you said, and it's good. So. Cheers to Eddie Kingston. Cheers to Eddie.
0: Hell yeah. In our next match, uh, Julia Hart, who has a, I think they said 26 win, winning streak at this point going into it, uh, yes. lost to Chris Statlander. Uh, Chris Ooh. Statlander successfully defended her TBS championship in about nine minutes. You know what? These two are, you know, they're developing their women, some of their undercard homegrown women. And, uh, Julia Hart, I'll tell you, she's come a long way from being yes. a varsity blonde cheerleader.
1: Poof. Night yeah. and day night and day October you know September uh what is it September you know 30th to October 1st like oh yeah (laughs) you know what I mean like that meme uh Mm
0: -hmm.
1: night and day and the work she's put in the character is there her work is there I thought she was going over I thought the the only reason why I
0: didn't was just because I feel like they waited so long to put that title on Chris Statlander
1: yeah, and then, yeah, and you have the Jade Cargill thing. Yeah, and you're not going to flip-flop it, but uh Julia Hart's doing her best
0: work. She sure. I mean, she's only her- going to get better from here. Oh, yeah. She had a oh, match yeah. a couple weeks ago against Sky Blue, and I'm just like, these two are like the future of the women's division.
1: They're incredible. Sky Blue is incredible. She is. She is so good. And just watching her, like, just grow and grow and grow. It's so fluid. And that it, it's like... I don't know. I think we were talking about, I don't know, we were talking about earlier, but I was maybe riddle. Maybe riddle. It's like riddle writing riddle. a record or, you know, for you guys, like writing your, you know, your jokes for the show or for the tour. And maybe it's not working and, and maybe this record sucked, but then you write that record and it just clicks. So same thing with Julia, you know, same thing with Matt Riddle. Once you find that rhythm.
0: Yeah. I was you know, listening to an old interview with Kevin Nash today. Uh, it was on Eric Bischoff's podcast from a couple of years ago. And yeah. they were talking to him about, uh, you know, Hulk Hogan. He was like the brother, brother, brother. And then they did these NWO things and he was not very compatible with them in the beginning, you know, and, and Kevin Nash is like, I just looked at Eric and I was like, help, you know? And, but Kevin Nash did say, you know, once he discovered who Hollywood was, once he really found Hollywood Hogan, he was it was golden. It was great. Yep, same
1: thing. Yeah. yeah once he thing, found his man. voice,
0: you know, once you find your voice.
1: Yeah, find that rhythm. Find that move set. Yeah. Man. So yeah, I, I, I foresaw her going over, but it was cool. Nine minutes, good breather match. Like I watched, so I was like, yeah,
0: I enjoyed that. You know, Brody King's on the outside. What's he gonna do? Things like that. It was yeah. fun. It was a good match. I, I really, I really enjoy uh, the AEW women. I know a lot of people like talk shit, but I really enjoy them. And this is nine minutes. I guess they could have gave them longer, but you know, whatever. It was good for yeah. what it was. Oh yeah, I was if we had a world title match, but she doesn't wrestle that often. Who's that? Babe? Soraya.
1: Saraya. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: We had a number one contenders tag team match. Uh, a whole bunch of tag teams. Uh, the Young Bucks won. Young Bucks. Cluster, cluster fuck.
1: It was a little clustery. We it, have it, in it was uh 12 minutes, 40 seconds, but I feel like I blinked and it was over. Uh yeah, a lot a lot going on, but you know, all all good dudes. I'm behind the bullet club. Behind the Looch Bros. I think they were protecting Phoenix a lot.
0: Oh, so at some point Phoenix disappeared. Yeah. I think uh he, he, he tweaked something or so you know, whatever. I saw something on Twitter, like, here's a footage of, of Phoenix getting hurt. But I mean he wrestled on Dynamite tonight, so he's okay.
1: Yeah, I think they wanted to clear him and make sure that match was uh was great. And it was from what I saw. I watched the first hour of dynamite. So spoiler alert, it was a great match.
0: Yeah, so I know team. at some point Phoenix did disappear. Um but the young yeah. Bucks did become the number contenders to the AEW World Tag Team titles
1: interesting so you know where does that take us to full gear or you know ftr young bucks what four would that be the fourth match
0: yeah because they've already had the, uh, the 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 rubber match
1: there you go fuck it put it in my veins maybe a ladder match i don't know you know
0: uh, the I'm future here. of uh, aew uh, swerve strickland uh, defeated Ooh. Adam Hangman Page. Man, Swerve is... Uh, they're both good, okay? I, I'll they're give Hangman good. his credit, too. They're both incredible. This match was just, like, knockdown, drag out. Uh, Swerve beat Hangman Page. And uh, I kind of like... I like this. I like where they're going with it. And I like what they're doing with it.
1: Yeah, they gave him 20 minutes. Uh, Swerve is out of this world. Uh Fuck. <laughs> you know, and WWE
0: but, missed out on on Swerve.
1: Yes, they dropped the ball. Um, he's definitely growing on me. His early stuff, I never really got behind. And you did know, you respect. watch the?
0: Did you watch this, the media scrum? I did not. Oh my gosh. Swerve talked. You got to go back and watch it because Swerve talked about the last year and a half in AEW. Ooh. Because you gotta do this and you gotta change this and you gotta tweak this and you gotta refine this. You know, I, I wasn't being held back for a year and a half. I was, you know, fighting myself and you know, whatever. And so it's true though, you know, he went through a lot of growing pains trying to figure out who he was and what he wanted to do in AEW, but now that he kinda knows he's tearing it up.
1: Yeah, lots of changes. You know, he had the tag run with uh Keith Lee. I always appreciated a heel swerve. Mm-hmm. I always felt like it fit him better. Um, Prince Nana is over. I love it. I love him.
0: <laughs> the dance, <Swerve> told, <laughs> the dance is going viral. And then Swerve told Prince Nana not to do it. To even really more heal. The oh, oh to do kind do of
2: like, yeah, because it's getting too much of a face. Because
0: it's getting a yeah, it's getting a pop. Wow, uh, yeah, because he, he was popping. Yeah,
1: I, I retweeted something where where he. Uh, He was dancing and he did a spin, and the whole fucking arena lost their shit. I retweeted it. He retweeted that. Shout out to Prince Nana. (laughs) And before we were tracking, we were talking about how he's like Don Callis status. Like he was doing runs with uh, Eaton, like in the South. You know, like Like, what
0: year is this? What year are you talking? Because I know Prince Nana was there when Ring of Honor started.
1: He, dude, he's been in. He's been um, around.
2: He's been in the game since the eighties.
1: Forever, forever, wow. and yeah, I, I feel like ROH was, was his, you know, his you launching know, pad like kind prominence, of, yeah. right? Like his launch pad And the Embassy has been around for maybe a decade plus, like uh, you know, a, as a faction. As right? a faction, Tommaso, Tommaso Ciampa came from the Embassy. Like, there's been so many people. Really? Jay Lee was in the Embassy, so it's like. Fuck, man. It, it's cool. It works. Uh, it's,
0: I it's, love his song. Oh, my gosh. It's great. swerve when, when I drive. I swerve when I drive.
1: Dan, you got Eric Bischoff doing it? Like, it's fucking over. So, yeah. it's great. It's, it's a good rub. Hangman is, you know, within himself is what I thought was, like, the star of AEW, right? I thought it was, like, built around him. I mean, things change, right? But, uh
2: Great match. Yeah, if you remember, he was in the first uh, main event at All Out. So, hangman, he definitely yeah. was a.
0: Yeah, he was. They were going to build the company around him. I mean, that's what it sure seemed like. And it's
2: surprising that he's not even considered a pillar, technically.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah.
2: yeah. Hey, there's,
1: there's a tr- but he's
2: had good. He's had, to me, you can say he's not a pillar, but he, from, if you look at his AEW record, like he's had, he's held the world title. He's been in big fields. You know? Acting he, title. You know, he's, he's incredible run
1: with Kenny be. Omega that right Omega,
0: yeah. Jeez,
1: that matchup revolution with the bucks like oh amazing that's
0: and then the story of uh, i mean of... just the general overarching story of him going to the dark order and the young bucks approaching him and asking him to be their partner and he turns them down yeah later on he comes back and saves them because they're getting jumped like that's yeah. just the overall story that they've told with them over the four years it's just been incredible
1: yeah delicious storytelling long-term storytelling
0: yeah absolutely it's like pay the, one thing that that AEW does that WWE doesn't do is it rewards people if you pay attention to the long run yes
2: and they give people long long run flowers uh and and there's also like yeah you may not be on the big match this week but but tune in you know like don't don't forget
1: yeah so go ahead Sorry, I'm just saying it's good that Strickland went over. Like,
0: yeah, the it story is. continue. It is. It's really especially because watching Dynamite and and what Adam Page had to say about it, you know, later on, and and this is gonna make Adam Page take it to a next level too, because now he's upset and now he's you know he's beat up and upset and he thinks that Swerve is taking a spot, and you know he's it doesn't how it works around here, you know, yep. and and stuff like that. But Out
2: here, <laughs> like my that.
0: confession about Swerve is. So in the early 2000s, when I was going to a lot of uh, locally all pro wrestling around here, there was a guy named Robert Thompson. And he was like a local legend. Like he was around AEW for, for years and years and years. And his thing was uh, he would come out and he would go, whose house? And the whole place would go, Robert's house. What? And so when I'm sitting at home and Swerve says whose house? I usually say Robert's house.
1: I like that. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. call it too. I'm gonna follow yeah. too.
0: <laughs>
1: you're
2: putting your own
0: spin on it. I like it. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, it Ro- was the thing was that Robert Thompson ah. built the APW garage, so it's like who's <laughs> house? Robert's house.
1: I'd say Rob's house. Rob's
0: <laughs> house. <laughs> so shout out to Robert Thompson if you're listening to this.
1: Yeah, shout out, dude.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Good match. Swerve, I mean, Swerve is going to be the first Black champion. I really, I really think he will be. I hope so. I,
2: I, no, I really sure. hope so. I, I, hope I like so. how when he first came into WWE, we were like, hey, he's going to end up on Dark or blah blah blah. Like, no, it, nope. not everybody can have the main spotlight, but when someone's talented enough, they do get the big showcase, you know. And I'm, I think he's, yeah. he's doing, he's doing, he wouldn't be doing this well in WWE. He'd probably be doing, you know, he'd be in a tag, or I don't know, and wrestling at guys- a royal. And you guys, um, the, if you exit. guys go
0: back and watch the media scrum, uh, you know uh, I'm not gonna. I guess I won't give too much buzz, but somebody who debuts later on the show uh, mentioned Swerve's name um, when when uh, uh, Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega asked, you know, hey, who's who's the guy you're kind of looking at for the future? They both said Swerve, you know, Damn. and and like. Everybody's talking about him. Everybody's talking about him. Tony Khan was sitting next to him in the media scrum, going, you know, you're such a star. I love having you here. You know, all this stuff. It's, it's great. Dude, it's, it's wonderful. Like, he's doing... He's doing amazing stuff, and he talked about uh, uh, being wanting to, you know, mix the hip hop and the wrestling. You know, it's not it's not done a lot. Shout out to Ron Killings, he says, and <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and he says, but I want to take it to the next level. You know, so I'm super excited about what he just. We're only the on the tip of the iceberg of what Swerve's gonna do. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited. Flowers, flowers to Swerve. And he's a young guy too. How old? I don't know, thirty.
2: 30, yeah so in his 30s, so he's got he's got quite a bit of years
0: let's find out let's find out
1: i'm on it he's only thirty three man
2: wow
0: he's a okay
1: thirty three and where he's at now the peak of his career probably mm-hmm.
0: right yeah he's got a good ten more years he's in his prime prime years twenty minutes and fifteen seconds hell yeah oh um the next match was uh Ricky Starks Wheeler Utah. I really don't like Wheeler Utah. Like, yeah, eh, this match was okay. Ricky Starks got the win, but usually Wheeler Wheeler Utah does take the loss. Yeah, Wheeler usually. I mean,
2: Ricky Starks needed a good win, so, you know, um... Wait, did he beat the da- did he beat Daniels in the death match? I don't remember. Uh
0: I don't yeah. remember. I don't think he did no. Least yeah, so if he long.
2: lost twice, if he lost two and zero to Danielson, he needs a win. So this yeah, is basically to build him back up. Uh, unfortunately, this match couldn't compete with the last match, so it just it felt like a lead balloon. It
0: was only nine minutes. It was more yeah, like it was quick. It was rest, quick. You know, take a quick yeah. rest. Before, it was a cooler match. It was cooled out for the the greatest <laughs> match of all time. <laughs> and the next match, uh, twenty two minutes forty five seconds, Brian Danielson defeats Zach Saber Junior. Incredible, incredible match. John Moxie was on commentary. He was so excited. John Moxie was like, he wanted to be in that ring, man. moxie <laughs> yeah. made this match too on commentary. Um, uh, but these guys they were just like going hold for hold. This was such a great technical wrestling match. No,
2: yeah, it was, it was amazing. You know, it's that thing of was this gonna main event? We don't know. You know, maybe if Edge didn't debut this would have main event. It didn't well, they matter.
0: announced they announced uh the main event was uh Christian and Darby, and I knew.
2: this is my little point. I'm not a fan of revealing what the main event is in the pre-show. Like, certainly on a Mania, you kind of know what the main event is. Well, no, they announced
0: like I think days ahead of time.
2: I don't. I'm not a fan of that. Like, give some air to mystery. Like, I like to. You can guess what the main event is, but I, I like not knowing. I think if they're not gonna. Make a huge thing about it, just or, or if it's not like a landmark, like if oh the women are main eventing, oh, like don't give it away.
1: You know? Yeah, I knew I knew Edge was coming as soon as they were like, oh, it's the main event. I was like, yeah, I just
2: got
1: yeah, kind of yeah. Or so like so I saw
0: this tweet uh, a few days ago, a few days beforehand, and it said Christian and Darby's the main event. Well, you know what that means? And then I go, oh yeah, that means Darby's gonna win. And then I kind of went <laughs> on with my day, and then a couple <laughs> days later, it hit me. I go, oh shit, that means that Edge is gonna be there.
2: <laughs> yep. But to yeah. me, they did a good job selling, like, hey, this is a two out of three falls match. It is Darby in their hometown. Like, you did have that tinge right. of, like, yep. it's not necessarily a given that Edge is coming. I thought they did a good job with the promo package of leading you to believe that it's also a good just main event. And to me, you know, people talk about, like, oh, they're not doing anything with the TNT title. We're not doing anything with the title. I thought this was a good elevation for their mid. I think AEW is doing a good job with their mid-card titles being elevated, you know. Absolutely. This felt like yeah. a main event, regardless of whether Edge or not showed up. They put on, I mean, we're getting out of this now. But, you know, All Out did a good job making the AEW international title feel like a main event match, too. Yeah. It's a big money match. Absolutely. Too. With All so Out. Like, I think they're doing a good job in these last few pay per views of making those secondary titles feel like big titles. Like, to me, this is what a title elevation should be. If anything, you know, WWE can take a little bit more <laughs> look at what they're doing
0: here. And And the thing yeah. was, is like you said, uh, you know, it's not the world title, but there was no world title match, and this was another title. And and Darby's hometown, big fight. You know, it's Christian. Big match feel. So even if big story, it wasn't, it's it's it not just an, edge. it's
2: not a throwaway feud. It's like no, this is like a part of a chapter.
0: And then they have the whole Nick Wayne stuff, right? Nick Wayne. Oh yeah, We're not his even mom's there. in the audience, you right? Know. Love it. Well, let's get back to Danielson and Zack Saber Jr.
1: incredible 22 minutes 45 seconds of pure just pure technical wrestling fuck you know and we were supposed to get it at forbidden door what like a year or two ago so right the uh, first
2: forbidden door Yeah. yeah yes
1: the first forbidden door and uh I, I wasn't aware that they had a match in what two thousand
0: eight, two thousand nine. Yeah, 2008. When... oh really? Yeah, there was yeah. Zach Sabre Junior. said that that changed his life. That match in two thousand eight,
1: and I'm sure well, it was did. it Ring that...
2: of Honor or something. Or
1: I don't know. No, I think it was in Indy or Indy. in UK, and that's when. So when I found out about Zach Sabre, he had like the Panic at the Disco haircut.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs>
1: and and that's the picture where, uh, you know, Danielson's holding his arm up and cutting a promo about like this is the future and this is the whatever and you know i've I've had some some time with zach saber jr i've met him a few times and uh oh hell we've, yeah That's we've cool. indulged and had some conversations about like you know music and wrestling and uh he, he's just one of the good ones so it, it's good to see him shine and it's good to see him kind of get that chance you know and just that was the match that i bought the paper before honestly so
0: i mean he seems like a good dude he has good vibes You know, and he just wants to go out there. I feel like him and Danielson have the same thing in mind. They just want to go out there. They want to show off their wrestling and have fun doing it.
2: They're having fun. It's, it's, I don't want to reference Punk, but like, they're not about like, I don't care. This match has to main event. Like they're just happy to go out. It doesn't matter what spot on the card. They're just here to wrestle. They it it really was about the idea of just wrestling, wrestle dream, a good Inoki tribute too. Like it was the per to me. That's what this pay per view was. You know, it's absolutely. It's not about who's yelling and who who had this and blah blah blah. We're just here for the wrestling.
0: Right. It's not about who's pissed off after the show. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Which promo went, went went too far and who took who liberties. Said yeah. yeah. Nah, who said who
0: went into whose locker room to confront somebody? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> it was a fight. It was a technical fight. And uh, yeah, just refreshing.
0: refreshing. So, did you guys? Uh, so, Zach Sabre Jr. made comments after this match. He said that uh, he wanted a match where they prove who the most technical wrestler in the world is, but Brian Danielson beat him with two knees. And yep. those are not technical wrestling moves. So he wants therefore, a submission match, basically. Brian yeah. Danielson did not abide to what they had agreed to. So the, he wants a rematch. And Brian Danielson. Go. I think, also once a rematch. So we can see these guys again at maybe Wrestle Kingdom or Forbidden Door or something uh, like that. I mean, to me, Tokyo, Tokyo Dome, Dome
2: or Tokyo somewhere Dome. in Japan makes the most sense. because Wrestle when was Kingdom the last time so incredible. Wrestle incredible. Kingdom. And in January, we're close. We're, we're close. close. close a month away. Has to, and, 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 now, I don't know my history too much. Has Brian Anderson done Wrestle Kingdom ever? No. I don't right? think so. I don't
0: think so. I don't think he has. So to
2: me, like, I know he's wanted to wrestle in Japan and do some cool things in Japan. To me, that's the next step for him. I has, I still don't know why. Has he just been injured? Is that why he wasn't able to do, like, G1 Climax or this past he, he, year's he Wrestle Kingdom? Like, yeah.
0: He couldn't yeah, handle the G1 Has he wrestled more. in New Japan since his WWE departure?
2: That's
1: a good question. I don't question. think I don't so.
0: think he, don't think he has, that. but I know he wanted to.
1: He wanted to for a minute. And was it yeah. injury that, Why couldn't he wrestle in Kingdom this year? It was just injury. I don't or... know. I think Vince was going to let him go, and then he wanted to do the G one. And this was years ago. And years when, ago, when he wanted to do the G one around this like you know time frame, he was just well aware that with his kids and you know like his injuries or whatever. He just couldn't do the whole tournament because it's, a, it's, a, it's an exhausting tournament. It's so. a lot, yeah. So I feel I feel like the perfect in would be Wrestle Kingdom.
0: Yeah, just just a match. Again, you don't back. need to do you don't need to do G one. Just do a match.
1: Just do a match, and and also the call, but not the callback, but like I kind of felt like that undertone of not Forbidden Door style, but with Wrestle Dream, there was a lot of New Japan talent. So it's cool having like still that forbidden door like kind of vibe right with having zach saber representing new yeah japan and danielson representing aw so it was just perfect man but it, it
2: felt cool. different than it and i think people i think in the press i, I watched a little bit of the press conference or maybe it was a pre-show thing it kept being stressed this is not a forbidden door you're gonna have new japan talent but that's on the point of it.
0: yeah Tony yeah. did say that a few times after the after the show yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. and to me it shouldn't be because we already have a forbidden door why should you have two forbidden doors oh yeah yeah
1: yeah. i I like the undertones i like the it's not like in your face like it's new japan versus AEW. there's just some undertones where there's new japan talent kind of in the mix
0: and they're all celebrating antonio inoki you know yeah exactly
2: yeah
1: it's cool it was great the highlight of my my night honestly was that match
2: oh definitely it's it, it It's definitely like it was to me. I'm like, this could have easily main evented. Sure, there's another 100%. match or whatever, but like it, it, to me, like you had we, we we had two pay per views back to back where multiple matches could have been the main, you know, and I think that's great. You know, stacked cards
1: that speaks um, volumes.
2: I think Danielson deserves, like, you want to look at the MVPs of AEW for this year. I think Danielson's up there too. He's had some really monumental matches this year for the company, non stop, non stop,
1: the bull roper. Whatever.
2: Yeah, the uh, strap match at all that, which, again, he filled the in. The death match a the week after? Match, yeah. Like, what? He also had the Iron Man match with MJF this year. Like, you forget. That was this year, too. Yeah. Um, like, uh, What was it? Okada also? That was at Forbidden. That was this year, too, right? So He's had an incredible run. Just day. this year, he's this done quite a bit.
1: Yeah. And, oh, and the yeah. fact that he has his his fingers in the creative and in the collision aspect. It's great, I and think you it's know fun.
0: what? Not to get too ahead of ourselves, but next week on Dynamite, Brian Danielson versus Swerve. Jeez,
1: oh my gosh! I need oh really?
0: Yeah, they down some tonight.
1: popcorn for that match. That's gonna be a showstopper. A show. Stealer. Wait on
0: Collision or Dynamite? Dynamite,
2: dynamite. on Tuesday, Tuesday. Tuesday. Meeting
1: with. The oh, they're really trying to. They're like really that.
2: trying to supercard this Dynamite. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I foresee a gimmick match. I, I'm calling a ladder match. I'm calling something. I, I something. feel like Tony's yeah. going to gonna pull something out of the hat.
0: Oh, they should bring back the TNA uh, Thanksgiving turkey match. Okay. I'm <laughs> just kidding.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, whatever you want to it's do. Something for... in the shark cage.
0: No, yeah. <laughs> oh, dog kill from hell. Oh.
2: Wasn't the shark I'm cage, kidding. they did it for like shark week or something like it was? Yeah. Specific... <laughs> Lions, it wasn't, no, 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 it wasn't electrified shark, or am I thinking of something else? Was there some you're thinking they, of something else, but I they did, think did they some electrified thing. thing? There was no, it was okay, no, I know what it was. It was the barbed wire, them. it was a barbed wire deathmatch with shark ages for four shark.
1: I'm thinking of the Jericho Appreciation Society being in a shark cage during Shark Week.
2: Yeah, yes. I remember that. There was, but there was a death match going on in the ring. And Daniel okay. Garcia
0: yeah. slipped to the, uh, the bars. So. So yeah, of course, they boxed yeah. the exit. One of the guys and, did. Yeah. I don't forget. I, it, it was
2: against did. Kingston, right? It was Kingston. Sammy Oh,
0: yeah. yeah, it was against Kingston. Yeah.
1: See? And there's Kingston. shining. There Kingston.
0: you go. Course. Uh right. This is the longest pay-per-view of all time. Uh, the Don Files family... Uh, defeated the Golden What do they call these guys?
1: I don't know. Golden League.
0: Well, with Jericho's Jericho. in here. Chris Jericho. Yeah, the Golden King League Omega, with Chris Jericho. And Cody, Cody This match was really good. I really, really enjoy. Um, like it's crazy to see Jericho and Omega together. It really is. Yes. Mm. You know, and then you add Kota Ibushi... Who's like has such good chemistry with with Kenny with with Takeshita, um, you know, and then the Jericho, the Sammy Guevara thing. The enemy There's and so my enemy stories. is my friend. <laughs> There's so many stories going on here at the yes. same time, and and it's just these guys are all incredible wrestlers, and this is such a fun match.
1: Yeah, it was fun, it, very New Japan style where you're putting your enemies in a you know on a team, and yeah, it it, it it's cool seeing Kenny and Jericho from feuding in the early years to being aligned. And then
0: Sammy Guevara uh, picks up the win by uh, pins Chris Jericho.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. which is great. It's good storytelling. It's good for Jericho to kind of elevate and just keep the story going. And yeah, it was good. good it keeps match. the
2: feud going with uh, Jericho and Guevara. And it gives Guevara a win, a big, big profile win. The young guy yeah. gets the
0: win.
1: Shines a little bit. Yeah, it was a good match. It was good. It was good to see that grouping together
0: and then uh you know what i i talked about chemistry but i didn't even talk about Kenny omega will osprey you know chemistry and just will osprey with everybody like it was just such an incredible superstar match these guys
1: yeah it was incredible anytime you get to see will Ospreay on an uh AEW pay-per-view is, is oh a great it's <laughs> a treat
0: i love that uh, will osprey is part of the don Callis family
1: i love it it's good shitty fucking heels it's great
0: Tag team title match, FTR uh defeats Aussie Open. Uh speaking of I guess they're part of the Don Callis family too, right? Because they're friend they're with uh with Allspray. Oh, they might as well be. Yeah. And then tonight on Dynamite, uh that tag team match, Sammy Guevara was hurt. Kyle Fletcher sub for Sammy. Yeah. Oh, really? yeah. 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 And
1: Davis is hurt, so Kyle has to uh get the reps in, which is good for him.
0: Yeah, so I really like Ozzy Open. I think they have a good future ahead of them. Mark yep. Davis has been around. He's he's older. He's quite a he's bit older than Kyle uh, than Kyle Fletcher. Um, but I feel like Kyle Fletcher has a good future, and I hope these two guys get a good run.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I hope uh, Davis heals up.
0: Is quick. Davis hurt again?
1: Yeah, he snapped his wrist in that oh,
0: match. Oh, dang! Yeah,
1: it came with uh, uh was it uh, cat? Ash did maybe like a a splash or something and uh yep just snapped the wrist.
0: He just got hurt too. I mean, he just came back yes, from that. injury.
1: Yeah, and yeah. I heard him on the uh Chris Jericho podcast like he has a a long list of injuries. He's a big boy, so.
0: Yeah, and he's been lots. around for a long time.
1: Exactly. He's he's a veteran, so lots of injuries. So I hope he heals up and uh yeah, we'll see. Kyle Fletcher is a good singles guy, yeah. So uh, we'll see.
0: We'll see what happens. See. Yeah. Good match. Though.
1: Yeah, the FTR. Top. FTR. Yeah, FTR. Mm-hmm. 20 minutes. Davis, you know, with a broken wrist, finished the match. So cheers to uh Aussie Open.
2: Cheers to Aussie Open. They've done good work on uh
0: Yeah, they've very really good work. Uh in our main event, uh one of the most brutal matches I've ever seen in my entire life. It was mm-hmm. a, a two out of three Falls match. Christian Cage Uh, Versus Darby Allen for the TNT title. So Darby came out and Darby got a win pretty quick off the bat.
2: Yes. I kind of like that. He got the hometown pop quick. Like, whoa, you know, kind of a shocker, too. I wasn't expecting.
0: You're right. It was, you're right. It was a hometown pop. Like, you know, he came out, it was exciting. He got the quick win. He's up one to nothing. Now Christian's fighting an uphill battle.
2: And good use of the turtleneck, too. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. He held
0: the turtleneck.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Came out with it like all over his face. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Great work. Great gimmick. Yeah, they gave him time 25 minutes,
0: 25 seconds. Um, but good. The, main man,
2: event, the main event actually had the most time.
0: Like, about, oh, man. Yeah. I don't. Do we know when the second fall happened? Does anybody call the second fall? Christian getting mm-hmm. a fall? I don't remember when he got. It oh, felt like he 15 a, minutes later. Have you got a count out?
2: Yeah, so it was a count. No, Oh, yeah, it was a count out victory. Yeah.
0: Cause yeah, cause he took Darby to the outside. You know what? This is when he got the stairs, the steps, and he pointed them like facing the ring. And then he picked up Darby. He bought his son him onto the steps first, and then uh. he picked him up and he went onto the apron and he jumped. And he oh man, it, looked so bad. Probably, it looks so bad. He probably so bad. He bought his son him right on the steps, and that's uh. when I think he got his count-out victory. Yeah. And yeah, that was <laughs> brutal. That was brutal. You know, yeah. I'm not big into Darby Allen matches, and I usually don't even watch Darby Allen matches. Um, but I, I had a feeling that, you know, Mr. Copeland was gonna make his debut, and I really wanted to see well, you know, what he was gonna come if he was come out during the match, or you know, what was ever gonna happen. And uh this match was really good. It was a really good match.
1: Yeah, Darby Darby puts it all out there every single night, and we've yeah, talked about it. Christian I never so, really
0: Christian but. is so smart. He's and Darby's such a
2: guy I don't think where he does. Like, Christian knows his heel work. Again, he's a veteran. I mean, I forget who said multiple, like FTR has said it. Like, he's he's probably the most underrated star in AEW's Christian. You know, I don't think he gets his due enough. And he's done great work for this company, WWE. I think there was a, I think in 2021, he got the main event of pay per view for each company just by name, but wait, by oh, yeah. way of. That. Yeah, I think because he, he made a, he was in the Royal Rumble. That was the main event. Then he main evented one of the Impact pay per views, Then he main evented AEW uh, All Out, I believe, against Omega. So yeah, he got to main event each company's like a pay per view for each company that year. It's crazy. Who, who could say that happened? You know?
1: Yeah, he put um, he put the work in, and you know he got hurt early in his AEW run, and I, along with many maybe other people, kind of wrote him off, and he came back with a vengeance.
0: Yeah, I kind of did too. I yeah. thought that he wasn't be done.
1: Yeah, I was like, ah, oh, hurt he his arm, like he's done. He's old, like whatever. And
0: yeah, the
2: uh, the outwork everyone gimmick. I didn't, I didn't care for it when it started. Like
1: yeah, outwork I was like, ah, <laughs> ah, like who fucking cares? And,
0: been and then his big heel reveal. Hurt. Oh my god. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, comes back and he and it's it's his greatest work. Probably. I mean, like,
0: and so Jungle Boy at the time was so beloved, you know. Oh Dude, my and god, Christian just turns on him out of nowhere and it was just yeah it was really incredible and, and it didn't like,
2: really that that's the thing like jungle boy just he had this big heel he could have feuded with. i just i don't know like christian felt like when christian was doing all the heavy lifting and jungle boy was just kind of there yeah mm-hmm. it did it i think sometimes the other person has to do some work too to help that feud elevate i think christian did his job and i think jungle boy i'm not trying to be anti-jungle boy but it was one of those things where the veteran did all they could try to Give rub to the newbie, and it just didn't. It didn't pan out for whatever reason, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. but we'll um, see. I mean, Jungle Boy's young. He, I don't know where he is right now, but he's on his little heel run. We'll see what suspended.
2: Oh,
0: oh, that's uh, right. He's, he's still suspended. suspended. I forgot about that. He's at home. I think. I think uh,
2: Luchasaurus is benefiting from this Christian heel turn. Good for him. Absolutely.
0: So. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so. There's a point where where there's medics, there's referees, there's people uh to Derby. Christian kind of kinda tries to go over a little bit in the referees, holding him back, telling him not to go there, you know, stay back, stay back, stay back, or whatever. Um and then he frog well, splashes. He's, <laughs> well, he's he's first he's uh he's He's taunting, you know, Mama Wayne because Mama Wayne's in the audience and stuff. He's taunting her. Right, yeah, you're right. He climbs up on the top turnbuckle and he frog splashes Darby on the fucking stretcher. Ernie on the on stretcher. stretcher. Oh, that and looks it so That's never
2: happened before, right? Or rare. I
0: don't think so. I don't know. I does I don't think so. Such a good spot. Uh, it looked it looks great. So good. It looks. They so sold good. it.
1: They worked it. Uh, it was great. Really, like oh, you know. He's on a stretcher and he just dropped him on his arm.
0: Boom. And then he pulls and then as Christian falls, he suddenly pulls Darby down with him. So like they both went tumbling down. And it just just looks so incredible. And then also the steel
2: step spot looked nasty too. Like I I, I don't know how like it looked it looked nasty, which is, you know, you have that's the magic of wrestling to make it look nastier than it is. But great job again by Christian thinking. Yeah, it's like
0: how did Darby survive that? Right.
1: We'll see. He was in a sling in the uh, the presser, but that could be a work. Or... Good. Oh,
0: so the the, the whole time uh, that the, they're attending to Darby, Christian is taking apart the ring. He's, yeah. he's untying the ropes. He's pulling the mat. He's exposing uh, about half of the this, the, wood. the wood, the wood beams on the bottom of the ring. Yeah. So he does a frog splash. He gets Darby back in the ring, and uh, he does a was it a sunset flip? A power bomb the top rope. Yeah, right. he went for something, and then Darby was was he countered uh, it. Great coming count. back, coming back. He countered it. He's coming back. He went for a coffin uh, coffin drop. Christian uh, got out of the way or got his knees up or something, and then uh, they hit him with the uh, with the uh, sunset flip power bomb off the top rope, and that it looked like it hurt both of them really bad. Oh yeah. And then at this point, Nick Wayne comes out. Nick Wayne gets the belt. Uh, him and Darby Allen are like. Face to face, or just standing there, you know, and Darby goes, hit him, right? And Nick hits Darby. Oh, I, I didn't couldn't see believe it, it. I couldn't believe it. I didn't it. see it coming. It really didn't.
2: I did not think it was going to happen. Yeah, they, they really shocked us with
0: that. Yeah, they did. It's too soon. He just got there.
1: I mean, fuck it, right,
0: like but you know what the whole AR fox so a r Fox, as we know, he turned heel, he had they him and, and 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 Swerve went and they attacked Nick Wayne, they bladed him up, they destroyed some of his dad's you know his pictures with his dad, like they really they did a number on him, they disrespected him, they disrespected his dad, and then uh some stuff happens between AR Fox and Swerve, Swerve kicks air Fox out of the group, and then air Fox tries to apologize to Nick and Darby. Nick says no, walks away, and Darby shakes his hand. And Nick kind of had a chip on his shoulder ever since. So that's probably why. That's gotta be why. You took you took AR Fox back. He just respected my father. You know? He
1: busted me open.
0: Yeah. He All put me time. on glass. I don't know. I don't know. I but just I think really... they
2: did a good, good job. They did a good job, like making you think it wasn't gonna happen. You know what I mean? Like you had the moments with uh his mom slapping nick wayne's mom slapping christian which they, the way she kind of led into him and then turned on him like she's like oh i'm gonna, I'm gonna tease you a little bit oh man. she
0: pretended like she was gonna kiss him and then she slapped him
2: yeah like such a good yeah, moment that was a really like, good spot like and between then, the pre-show yeah. and the mom like you didn't think it was gonna happen like that's why it was so shocking
0: and then when when nick did turn heel uh, you could hear his mom go nick in the back yeah no it's great <laughs> like she was
2: shocked like to me, it was like that the paper. I mean, it would have been a sad ending, but it was like there were so many emotional beats in this match. You know, if again, it felt like a main it wasn't just oh, we got to make it a main event because you know who's going to show up. Like it felt like a main event,
0: yeah, right. So, uh, Lugasaurus comes out and Nick Wayne is there and and Christian and three on one beat death out of, out of Darby Allen, and then yeah. finally, uh, uh, Sting, Darby's father, comes had out. Him off. he's got to come, you back. know, Sting yeah. comes out and uh sting you know they beat basically just beat him down too and so they're beating down sting they're beating down uh fucking darby allen and and there's no hope left and and everything is terrible and and the world's going to shit and all of a sudden the lights go out and the place goes crazy and you hear beth phoenix go you think you know him Right, Fuck. and then Metalingus. He it, like then. he got his music. Metalingus. No, not Metallica. Yeah, Metalingus, right. Yeah, Metalingus. music. Oh no, yeah. Well, the Alter song Bridge. is "Alter, Alter, Alter Bridge, Bridge." Is the is band? The band. Yeah. yeah.
2: So he's yeah. friends with them, and I—I I don't know. I mean, it's—I think it was a couple podcasts, but yeah, he's friends with them.
0: So he's yeah. known them forever.
2: So they so split he their way. Yeah. It's not a WWE uh, produced song. That's the main on thing. On the media scrum,
0: no. they asked him how important it was for him to have the song. And he, he said, said, yeah. He said the song, you know, gets me in the zone. He said, I'm friends with Alter Bridge. And I was at, you know, such and such's house. And they were playing some music for me. And that song came out and immediately said, I want to use this for my theme song. And they said, yeah, absolutely. You know, and so they're friends with Edge. So wherever that, song, wherever he goes, that song is going to go with oh, him. Yeah. I love so it. It was and good. And check this out. On top of that, I read a thing that when did Edge when did Edge come out of retirement? Was it 2020 or 2021? Oof, I don't know. So when what when he came, he back. came out of retirement when he returned at the Rumble?
2: Yeah, it was 2020. That was right before the pandemic.
0: So sometime in 2020, WWE let the trademark of Rated right R superstar lapse, and they yep. didn't renew it. Like they just let it go, and so AEW was able to to get. Well, not AW. Star star. I think
2: Edge. I think Edge owns it. That's Does Edge
0: right. own it? That's even better. That's even better. If Edge owns yep. it, that's even better.
2: Or Adam Copeland, whatever you want to right.
0: call him. Right. Yeah. It. Yeah. So 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 Adam Copeland comes out. Uh, he he takes out Luchasaurus. Uh, he takes out Nick Wayne and Christian uh, gracefully walks away.
2: Well, no. First he comes out, takes the. T- I like the way they. Did oh, you're it. right. Yeah. He did. Yeah. It was a slow bill. They they milked it for what it was. You know.
0: That's right, because Christian was going to do the concerto to Sting. And then Adam Copeland came out. I like obviously. that it was
2: the moment he comes out, it's a concerto, which was like, the Edge of Christian thing. Like, so it. there's all these, you let know, let again, it. moments, storytelling. There's a lot of, there's a lot of like subtleties to their history, you know.
0: Um, yeah, absolutely. The question
2: is without revealing what happened today on Dynamite, because we didn't watch, do you think it's better that they fight each other first and then tag? Because it seems like that's the direction they're going.
0: Based on the characters, Uh, yes.
1: And then the heel turn, the like. Oh, yeah, he's going to turn eventually. (laughs) Yeah. And then, yeah. But they could feud too. They could feud, they could tag. There's so much.
2: I think eventually they'll tag. uh, Which they should. Against show. the
1: Hardys, maybe. Who knows? Like they so Or at least, fun. can
2: we have the Hardys and Edge and Christian in the same ring? Like you know, and and Dudley's aren't an impacting. You know, they have a relationship. Like, could they? I just mm. want to see them in a ring again. I don't want to see them if they can't wrestle. They can't wrestle, whatever. But like, just have them in a staredown. Like, have something. three icons of wrestling, of tag team wrestling.
1: Rated, rated FTR. I think that could be a Oh, that do.
2: could be good, too. Again, FTR, FTR. they had, they had a, they had, FTR had another guy they used to trio with, but he's not there anymore. Yeah, so, uh... And he, <laughs> and, he oh, no. and,
0: they,
2: and, and and you saw that photo of FTR, like, watching from the curtain when HG yeah. H- there's, there's some fan picture of that, of FTR looking on, because, correct me if I'm wrong, I think they, they were the two, yes, Sheamus came and helped a little bit, but in in real life, I believe it was FTR that really helped Adam get back to the ring shape when he did
1: his yeah, back. absolutely trained him, trained him back in North Carolina because they all live around each
2: other. They all so. live in they all live in North Carolina.
1: It's cool. It's cool. So it writes itself. So I, you know, wherever Edge goes, it'll be cool.
0: Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Oh, the and reason it's nice why that I, his wife uh, gets to be a part
2: of it too. You know, the she's, reason why I didn't
0: think that Edge uh, Adam Copeland himself owned. Rated our superstars because there's uh, there's this article that he uh actually did four trademarks. Um and it's funny because uh you know joking around and stuff uh about what he's going to call himself, right? Uh my wife recommended ledge like edge with an L like legend mm-hmm. but ledge and one of the trademarks that he tr- uh filed was legend with the word edge in it. Legend.
1: Legend. Maybe he changes his mm-hmm.
0: name. He uh he filed there's a trademark adults. for uh cope c o p e <laughs> he followed a trademark for the rogue r o g u e yeah. and also iconoclast oh yeah. iconoclast. We'll see. Iconoclast. iconoclast so who knows what you know he has planned on uh, on doing i'm sure maybe he's maybe he's doing these things for future things maybe if beth phoenix comes over she'll be the rogue or something you know like maybe Ooh. he just is planning planning ahead uh, trademark maybe a faction use in the future which is pretty cool maybe a faction
2: maybe I think it'd me- be great if she shows yeah. up but you know
0: maybe he'll have a move we'll called see. the iconoclast <laughs> the you know icon. something like this right we'll I don't see. know about Cope but <laughs>
1: yeah Cope
0: hell yeah Cope. but so I'm excited though that he's not only the radar superstar but he also has the music I think that's amazing
1: yeah it feels good it feels good it's good for the soul it's cool to see it and uh, good for him because he's probably having fun and a lot more freedom. And wow, just so many dream matchups.
0: And could you imagine like the telephone calls between him and Christian a few months ago? Like, Ugh. man, you got to come here. Everything is Dude, so much you better come over here. Like, you have so much saying what you do on TV. Like, it's like you there's no eggshells. Like, mm-hmm. it's not a corporate structure. <laughs> like, I'm sure that there's, there's so much just like. A way well, I'm sure Edge pitchers. had some
2: freedom with the other place, but yeah, you're I'm right. Sure too.
0: But I'm just, But I think it's like well, a I... weight lifts off their shoulders in a way, you know?
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, he said it best. I think in the uh, – I didn't watch the press conference, but he said, like, I'm free. I feel free or something.
1: Yes, he brought that up a lot. Freedom.
2: Yeah, yeah. and I, I get yeah. it. And there's fresher matches in AEW.
1: Ah, you know. uh, Omega Osprey, Okada. He mentioned Okada already.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, he did.
2: <laughs>
1: you know, send him to Japan. I don't know. I was gonna to say, yeah,
2: him. you can have him show up in Japan.
1: Let him do his thing. It's good work. for him. I'm happy for him. Yeah,
2: Wembley. He, he's a he's a British. He's a uh, he's a Bret Hart Canadian boy. He's gonna love Wembley next year. Yeah, throw him in Wembley.
0: The possibilities are endless, really. I mean, with with him on the roster, but so so now that they have uh, the radar superstar Adam Copeland, you know, I feel like these these releases, these these Dolph Ziggler's and and Mustafa Ali's and these people like that. I don't really want to see AEW pick them up because there's so many people already in AEW that I just want to see uh, get TV time, you know.
1: Yeah, it's tough. You want I'm an old schooler. I want to see like the underdogs rise. I want to see the youth you know, grow and take over. But I'd be happy with seeing Ziggler there.
0: Put them all in impact. That's what I'm Put saying. All... There's certain okay.
2: guys, if it makes sense for the story, if it makes sense for them being there, yeah, I don't want to blanket. Because you can be like, well, it shouldn't be WWE 2.0. You know, to me, it's like if there's enough story there and there's enough Good talents, so you can tell different things. And look, there's also enough original AEW stars where you, you can have fresh matches. You know what I mean? Like yeah. We're not just yeah. seeing Jericho and Brian Danielson for the 40th time. Like we're, we're we're keeping them away from each other. You know.
1: They're fresh matches.
0: Although You're I right. wouldn't complain about seeing Jericho and Danielson 40 times.
2: Same. I would like. I wouldn't <laughs> mind seeing Ziggler. I I'd like to see what Ziggler could do in another company. Um,
0: I want to see. I want to see. I mean, you know what? He probably will be because his brother is there. But I really want to see him take the Matt Cardona route and just, like, dominate the Indies.
2: I think for him it it would benefit him to have the Matt, the, the quote unquote Matt Cardona route. Like I think Matt Cardona's doing his best work by being away from any one company, you know, and it builds more anticipation for where he's going to go.
0: And then when Matt Cardona does show up on a show when they do announce him, like it's like hell yeah, you know, like it's going to be there. It's going to be it's going to be crazy.
2: Yeah, maybe he should, maybe Dolph should do like the Matt Cardona run to do one shots for AEW. He, I think he's in control.
0: He certainly did do one shots. He's not hit
2: up for money because Dolph has his comedy stuff. He has other opportunities his way. He looks like he saved his money well. I don't think he has to go anywhere that he doesn't want to. He can choose, you know, his right. I think Mustafa Ali also, he's he's smart with his money. I think he's he's going to choose a company that he feels will benefit him. Yeah. Uh, I do think Ali might get a little lost in AEW, you know. Uh, I agree. I, I think I think for him, Japan or Impact might be better for him. I would just love to see Ali in Japan, like in the Tokyo Dome. I think that would do wonders. Or like, a, or a, you know, he's a young guy. He'd be great for G1 Climax, you know, like just like like coming going through a tournament.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah just I send him over there for a tour, you know. Oh, best
0: of Super Juniors.
2: Best of Super Juniors, like something. I think yeah, Ali would do that great. With someone, yeah. You know?
1: I was gonna bring it up, but I was like, oh, I don't know if he's like best just super genius, like his weight class, but
2: depending on his weight class.
1: Depending no. yeah. I wanna hey. see
0: I wanna see Ali versus Blake Christian for the GCW world title. Ooh. I
1: want yeah, see, and I wanna see him in Defy. I wanna see him go to Prestige, I wanna see him go, you know.
0: Yeah, I have IWTV fun. now, so I can watch Prestige.
1: There you go. Shout out Prestige. What's up, Will? Will's a good dude.
0: Maybe
2: he should just be like, maybe, maybe that's the route for these guys who've been on TV. Like, let them be free agents and just kind of
0: uh, yeah. do guest
2: spots or guest drop-ins. On, let them you know. flourish
0: the indies a little bit.
2: A little bit, yeah. Absolutely. Go have fun. Go have fun. I don't baby. think he owns his name. So he's going to have to be, I think, what's his real name? A deal or something? like, Or if he'll find some
0: very I think <laughs> I think he was Mustafa Ali on the indies, wasn't he?
1: He was. Maybe, I don't know. He was Mustafa Ali because I saw him in uh, AAW. They're based in in Chicago, actually. Look at that! Oh, AAW. So, so, uh,
2: yeah, he's a Chicago. Our our uh, our friend Kevin Callum, he does backstage commentary for them. Look at that! There you go. Okay. Okay. Go Go watch AAW. Yeah, and And they. Yeah, Ali. Ali used to be a Chicago police officer. Actually, yeah, yeah, that's what you. Did you just say that, Sam? And
0: I no, it. no, no, no. I said I said he's Chicago, but he yeah, was, he is I, I did police.
2: Yeah, he was a former police officer.
0: I heard him tell a story that uh, he he pulled some guy over and he walked over to the car and he was having a bad feeling about it, so he called his backup and had his backup go there and the guy had a knife under the window, and so if Ali would have stuck his head in the window, he would have stabbed him in the throat.
2: Yeah, and then he, he wouldn't
0: be he wouldn't be around today. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That's wild. Fuck. Crazy, crazy. Well, uh, on that note, shall I wrap it up? Any, uh, any, any parting uh, words about the wrestling world?
2: Uh, for all our wrestling fans and our listeners, you know, we we appreciate you guys listening. And just, I think this is a great time to be not to be hokey, but this is a great time to be a wrestling fan. There's literally every week. There's either a big event, television event, or there's a big pay per view. And then if
0: that there's was, not like a mainstream thing, there's like a big indie show, big yeah, yeah, indie, indie revival, Revi- this yeah. revival. This is a renaissance, uh, revolver. Right?
2: <laughs> fear the revival. Uh fear oh, the yeah. fear fear the renaissance of wrestling. Like honestly, the wrestling economy is great right now. And I just hope fans take advantage of it. You know? And can yeah. we please stop being tribalist? Like just enjoy whatever you can. You
0: know? I saw this it, thing on Twitter today, just real quick. Uh uh this person said, uh, tribalist is such a big thing on wrestling that they were afraid to say that they watched WWE, and I'm just like why? Like, watch everything. Watch as much as you can. Enjoy. Watch enjoy as, That's the
2: key. Well, maybe time if you don't like might it, be the Don't factor. watch
0: it, but that's it. Yeah. You know, like, I, I this tribalism thing is really weird.
2: I, I, I can understand. Like, you know, to me, it's almost about like, you know, there's certain people that I like, so I'll watch shows based on who's, you know, wrestling or who I like. Yeah. I can I understand that. that. Like, support, support your favorites. You know, or like, you know, there's gonna be people who are like, oh, Edge sold out. I'm not gonna watch him. Like, no, if you're an Edge fan, why wouldn't you want to watch him?
0: in a doing his yeah dude do, doing what he loves exactly you're not gonna be like oh xavier you watch like Braun Strowman, you're you you suck you know <laughs> like what <laughs> the hell i don't know, too, you know adam he's an adam too you know bron's real name is <laughs> so
2: adam
0: share he's an adam too yeah he is and be another adam Hey, you know what's funny uh uh is the crowd was chanting Adam uh, at at uh, Adam Copeland on, on Impact, but all I can <laughs> think of was an uh, on Impact on Dynamite. But all I could because they didn't about, know what to say. Yeah, <laughs> all I could think about is uh, is uh, Roderick Strong going Adam.
2: <laughs> I, want I, get,
0: I want to get a uh, uh, audio of of Roderick Strong screaming Adam with Adam Copeland in the ring going. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Adam, you think you know me? You think you know me, Adam? <laughs> That's our next T-shirt. We have Williams, and then we have "You Think You Know Me," Adam.
0: <laughs> you think you know Adam. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: think you know Adam.
0: Williams. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! It was good. Wrestle Gym was good. We, we I really enjoyed it. It was a good paper. Good weekend. weekend. Long, good weekend. Yeah, as long as yes. Far. That's one thing about the AEW pay-per-views is like, you know, they're like talking about them is exhausting. <laughs> yeah. they're so long. They they're are fun long. though.
1: They're fun, but they're long. Hell yeah.
0: Uh, hey, yeah. we're, here. we're here for it. You guys want to play your social media?
2: Uh, let's yeah, go. let's do it. Um, yeah, uh, Apathy Comedy. I uh, got some shows coming up. I might be in London later this year. We'll see. We're trying to figure wow. all that out. Mm-hmm. Just keep following me on Apathy Comedy. Uh, the link uh has this podcast. Uh, enjoy the show and support uh all of us we're all good people support wrestling thanks guys
1: yes cheers to that you can find me on instagram at lord xavier on twitter at xavier venom smash the link tree i just dropped a song with a band called 16 sleeps it's called cascades of misery it's on my link tree go listen to it go jam it go headbang a little bit and thank you guys for supporting gimmick street go ahead and review leave a little uh Leave a little comment. Go ahead and follow, and just keep us kind of going. We appreciate you guys listening.
0: That's awesome. i you check that out. Uh, you can follow me at Funky Sam Medina across the board, and uh, yeah, I'm doing some some stuff out there, doing some comedy. I'm hosting a weekly open mic now in Stockton, so if you're in the area, you know, come out, come out and uh, have fun, open mic with us. It's super fun, and uh, yeah, hell yeah, Stockton. Stockton, dude. You know what? You guys, uh, before I stop this recording, uh, Dynamite was in Stockton, and, and Stockton was. is such a crazy, like you know, crazy little town. It's not even like oh man, you should have so close, and um, yeah, I, I know. I didn't realize it was there until it was like it was on. I was like, oh shit, there's <laughs> oh, no, right. you're like, oh, you're down um, the street. <laughs> but uh, they would come out like, uh, like the acclaim would come out and be like Stockton, and I'm mm-hmm. like. Every every time people say Stockton, their their value goes down a little bit. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I played a few shows in Stockton. It's a little it's a little gnarly out there. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: No, it's something to be proud of. In fact, if they're in Stockton, <laughs> they should say they're in Sacramento. Yes.
1: Yeah, Sacramento. Sacto.